we'll save, we'll save the rest of the conversation uh, for the end of this because. Oh, okay. um, well, I That's figured my fault. Then. Sorry no, about that, folks. No, no, no. It's totally fine. We were just we were diving into what will be the second segment of this episode. Hi, this is for the Love of Film podcast. By the way, it's this is this is Scott. I'm Greg. I'm Bob. We're back. We're gonna the first half. We're gonna talk about our Oscar picks slash predictions of oh, good i didn't i don't even have to Slash look at it because I, I should have known that you oh, you, you guys you, want copies i mean yes, sure I'm really glad, so. um this is be i um but we were talking about song of the south which uh you can you can have this because uh, yeah. i i don't i don't need to have a copy of that movie um but uh so we'll 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 talk about the oscar predictions and then the second half we're going to talk about Disney's 1946 film Song of the South, but... Yeah, I'm unprepared for that. Bob did give me a flash drive, and I walked out the door, and it evaporated. Right. It happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not a, It's not a film you really need to see. I just thought yeah. it would be No, I mean, I, I, I think it'll... Well, f- fun is an interesting yeah, thing. Uh, yeah. Um, did, interesting to discuss. Did you just... And we don't have to get into it until afterwards, but did you, did you do any background research on it? After, like, when I was watching it, because it was... It's, it's real boring. Yeah, yeah, it's real boring. Yeah. So I would go through and just like look at some of the comments and some of the stuff. Yeah. So, um, uh, so I like went down a rabbit hole, <laughs> no pun intended, uh, with it, and uh, yeah, discovered a lot more, which which will kind of inform a lot of what I was saying. Yeah. And I'll because there's a podcast that came out at the end of last year that's a six part thing just about Song of the South oh, really? and like the history behind it and I learned a lot of shit I haven't I haven't finished it but I'll reference that but anyway who did the podcast? Uh, it's they are called I had never heard of the podcast before oh, but okay. they basically it's each season is dedicated to, to a different aspect of history of the golden age of Hollywood and it's it's called You Must Remember This and like their icon even looks like an old like oh, uh, yeah. title yeah. thing. But the whole new season is all just about Song of the South and like really? the history behind it and um yeah, much like much like uh when we were talking about the rocket firing Boba Fett a couple yeah. episodes ago where people were like, I remember my friend had one and you're like, No, he didn't. It was a, a lot of that was like because 'cause I've heard plenty of people like, Oh, we used to have the VHS tape growing up and I'm like No You didn't. Like I, it may have been because because it, it was never played on television either. So um, somehow there how, is people think that like Mary swears she saw it on TV because there's no other way she would have saw it. Yeah, I it, somehow I saw it. I'm sure I did. Yeah. Well, they did splice. Uh, they did in the early seventies. They wouldn't have cared, right? Yeah. Well, it was in theater. I guess we're talking about it now. Seventy uh, six <laughs> was the last, wasn't it? Eighty six. Nineteen eighty six was the last time it was played theatrically. But didn't uh, they do a seventy six and then they stopped until eighty six was seventy six, eighty, eighty six oh, okay. were the those were the last ones. Um, but um, when because it was the it it was the early eighties that Disney started the their VHS. Like releasing yeah. and then introduce the idea of the vault and Michael Eisner was the one who was like uh, it's permanently uh, retired yeah yeah they're like well we don't have any plans to do it it's in the vault blah 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 but uh, yeah there was a 2006 interview with somebody at Disney too and they're like yeah we're thinking about it yeah and it's, yeah. what 13 years later they'll, I don't think they'll ever well know. no because uh, what's his name whoever I forget the guys the who's the CEO of Disney now. Um, it starts with an I, but um, uh, 
he said he basically and and I'm paraphrasing but was given the cultural climate today yeah. some people may find this offensive so not this is offensive <laughs> which some it is people may find yeah it. and he said I don't he said though we might have some financial gain from it I, I feel like our stockholders would not uh, uh, see it as a, a wise move on our part so there's no any sort of ownership of hey yeah. we did some shit. Uh, sorry, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Money wise, this doesn't make sense for us to do it. So, but um, yeah, That's interesting. more on that. In <laughs> so we're just doing the the was it uh, writing, acting, directing, and best picture. Those are the ones we're going to go through. Yeah, we could do cinematography too if you want. Okay, I mean we can kind of do touchstones. Sure. Cause... I mean I'm pretty sure Roger Deakins going to win. 1919. Yeah, so yeah. so I guess let's read the nominees. I was to see that last night, and the storm made it impossible, uh, so I couldn't. Uh, so up for cinematography for the 2020 Oscars, which is only in two weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah. So now, really short this time. Um, is The Irishman, The Joker, or I'm sorry, Joker, not The Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. Um you guys, I'm trying to remember if you guys said the way the lighthouse was filmed, you liked how it was filmed. Yeah, yeah. it's, go- it's yeah. gorgeous. I I technically think it is. So if we're doing the what I want to win, what I think will win uh, format, I will say I would like the lighthouse to win primarily because this is the only Oscar it's up for. Yeah. Uh, but I think I I also think Roger Deakin did an amazing job. Uh, He's uh, he's he's like I think he is the most so, uh, uh, he's definitely awarded. the most nominated yeah. cinematographer of all time. But he's won so many. Basically, think about any like large scope movie that's been made in the last thirty years. Chances are Roger Deakins shot it. Yeah. Um, and he just he, the last time he won was for Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He it, when the credits rolled yeah. and I saw it was Roger Deakins, I was like, oh, he just won. Basically, because mm. <laughs> I was through the whole thing, I didn't love it as much as you did. Yeah, I don't know if you talked about it yet, but the um, cinematography um, yeah. is probably. I don't think it's the best thing I saw this year, but it out of all these nominations, I think it's the best. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking because the Irishman, it didn't. The cinematography didn't really stand out to me. It was no, good. Yeah, I watched the Joker yesterday. No, I mean, and I watched. I watched Once Upon a Time. I rewatched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood recently. There's nothing in that that stood out to me about the cinematography. No. I mean, there's some nice shots. There's some, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I think you could pick probably two dozen Hollywood right. films released last year and be like, "Oh yeah, this looks nice." I, yeah. I, I think, I think for the most part, it's a popularity contest, and I think the do uh, they take into account try that anyway? Yeah, with cinematography, do they take into account? I mean, Tarantino did some really cool stuff going back to old L.A., but that's that's more art direction, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. And the nice thing about... Wow, that's strong gum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the nice thing about the technical awards is that only people who work in that field can vote on it, so right. it's, it's less of a popularity thing. But it's weird because they're not the ones who nominate them, so it's like basically... I don't know. It's like... If you went to a bunch of, you know, artists and be like, what's the best painting of all time, Mona Lisa or the dogs playing cards? And you're like, well, there's a lot of stuff. They're like, no, no, between those two, which one's the best painting of all time? And you're like, 
If I have to, pick. if I have to pick between <laughs> these two, no, well, thanks a lot, fuckface. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really like, but this is another great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I would like to see the lighthouse win. I don't think it's going to win. I think nineteen seventeen is going to win, and I'll be happy with that as well. Yeah. yeah. You had an issue with the the academy ratio, right? The four by three. I didn't have an issue with it um, per se. I. It was definitely very claustrophobic, but I yeah. felt that that was done intentionally to make it claustrophobic for the film. Nonetheless, I had a, a guy that I know walked out because he was like, "It was a box. I don't watch movies in a box." I'm like, "You're a child, <laughs> so you don't watch anything past like earlier than what was it, fifties or sixties?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's man. Because even um, what was it, Damsel from last year mm-hmm. was in the same you yeah. know same format. I forgot about that movie. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff recently that has been shot that way. And I don't know if it's traditionally shot that way or if they just crop it. Right. Yeah. So what what were your thoughts on that? Are you you're keeping are you keeping a tally of who's voting what? Oh, okay, we haven't decided about I guess that what, what the winner gets this year cuz we still owe Yeah, we still owe Bob Breakfast. Yeah. 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 We should what we should do is do a uh Whoever wins, we take him out for a burger and a movie. Okay. <laughs> no, why not? I'm down. Yeah, that will work. So we still owe Bob a burger and a movie. Right. That sounds good. All right, so 1917. Same. 1917? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'll keep track. Um, we should just all vote together. <laughs> everybody wins. Right. Or nobody does. I didn't see any of the international feature films. Uh, I'm going to see Parasite next week, which I'm looking forward to because the Regal's finally playing it. But oh, that was, I was trying to... All the seven Best Picture nominees, they're, they're playing. Oh, that's right. They do that. Cool. AMC does it, too. I was yeah. trying to watch that this morning, but you can't rent it on Xfinity. You, you have to you buy, it. buy it. Yeah. 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 Like Voodoo and everything. You can only yeah. buy it. Yeah, so I've seen... Uh, where is it? I've seen three of them. Are uh, the highlights movies you still haven't seen? No. Well, your those, these are. Oh, okay. So there's only four that I haven't seen. Besides the shorts. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's only four. And I should be able to see the other three, but there's one that it's impossible to see. Like, it's not even coming to the States until March. So that's one of the foreign film ones. Mm. Um, but, yeah, there's still two I have to see in that. But I, I think Parasite's going to run away with that. I think so. I'm you sure. Do costume design too. We've seen all that. Everything. Well, it was, uh, where the f- it's right below cinematography. Oh, right. They're yeah. alphabetical. Um, How are these? Yeah. Oh. Eh, I have a feeling it's probably going to be Joker, even though I don't necessarily. like. It's the only one that stands out. The only thing with costume design, though, is they traditionally go. Old school. Yeah. That's true. So it could be Little Women yeah. or Jojo Rabbit. I I think it's going to be Little Women. Um, That'll be their consolation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I also I mean if we want to jump over, I think they're I think Little Women will probably win another one. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about all the everything in there, Jojo Rabbit, and I think it comes down to Jojo Rabbit and Little Women. Yeah. The other ones don't really like pop out in my head. Right. Yeah. Uh. I, did you have anything more to say about costumes? No, I was just rethinking, other than a couple of the Joker's costumes, it was really straightforward, yeah. the clothes people were wearing. Right. Um, so but it was like, it was 
period. It was period. It was it was nineteen eighty, right. but which again, I mean, the production design was well, but again, it's pro- production design. But um, I mean, I wouldn't have even thought to nominate that film, but here we are because it gets it gets yeah. Um, I just wanted to talk about score real quick. Um, just for the simple fact that, like, it's interesting that 1917's nominated because the bulk of the film has no score. Um, but I really think John Williams is going to get that. Not so much for the score of that film specifically, but more as, like, kind of like a victory lap career thing because this is his last Star Wars film that he's scoring. He's already said he's retiring. <clears throat> is he retiring from scoring or from Star Wars? Both. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. want he has a he has a cameo in in Rise of Skywalker too. Does he really? When they go to the bar that Babu Frick is like working out of the back of, he's the bartender that oh, they cut to with, their, with the thing yeah. over his eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so costume design, do we want to do that one? I don't. Have, I mean, we can. I don't have a strong enough <clears throat> uh, opinion about it either way. I I also don't feel like I have a strong enough sense of how they actually vote. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. How do you feel about it? I think you guys are right. I think it's going to be a period thing. Um, once upon a time in Hollywood, there was nothing really outrageous about it. I mean, it was 60s. Yeah. I mean, technically all five of those are period films, so... Yeah. yeah. I think it, I think Little Women is the safest bet as anything. Yeah. I mean, if you use the Mitch Hedberg logic, every single film ever made is something that takes place in the past. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's not true. That's Science not fiction. true. So, yeah. yeah. So do you want to vote or do you want to keep up? Uh, sure, we'll vote. I'll say uh, I'll say Jojo Rabbit just to okay, just to be contrary. <laughs> All right. So for original score, you're gonna go Skywalker. Yeah. All right. I think I think um, you're probably right. I think the it's split between Skywalker and I think Joker. Unfortunately, I was doing some research and who did the score for that? Uh, oh, it's not listed on here. No. Um, John, uh, sorry. Are you the? Yeah, a little. Uh, you can, you can butcher that name. <laughs> Hildur Guanadatorier. Yeah, oh yeah, I heard, I, I, I do remember reading something about her, actually. Is that her? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, some diversity, that's good. I think it's between those two. I personally think it's probably going to go to the Joker because I think they're going to start. They're, they're going to throw some stuff to the Joker. Sure, um, it could be a lifetime one, but John Williams has won in the past. He has, but I think it's more like a thank you for your oh you yeah know, for everything. Did he win for Force Awakens? I feel like he did. I don't think so, but I can find out. I'll look that up right now. Uh, or maybe it was Last Jedi. I don't remember. I feel like he won. For one, one of, of the new yeah. ones, yeah. Do you want to put a vote in there? For a score? Yeah. <sighs> He's won five Academy Awards, so let's see. Which is actually less than I would have guessed. I'll say Joker, too, just because I, I'm, I'm disagreeing with the whole John Williams thing. I, I don't think it's going to go that way. I mean, they they purposely nominated the Joker for a lot of stuff. He's gonna they're gonna get something. Yeah, I don't understand that. Moment. I don't either. So, Rise of Skywalker was his fifty second Oscar nomination. Uh, let's see. Why? What? Uh, all right, just give me the list. 
that's not a list. <laughs> All right. Um, so he won in 1972 for Fiddler on the Roof. Uh, he won in 1976 for Jaws, 1977 for, or I'm sorry, 1978. It, the film was 77, but the award was 78 for Star Wars. Mm. Uh, 1983 for E.T., The Extraterrestrial. 1994 for Schindler's List, and that's it. He hasn't been. So he was nominated for, let's see, one, two, three. Uh, So none of the scores to the prequels were nominated. All three of the sequel films were nominated. I'm just checking the original trilogy. He was nominated for a Harry Potter one, too. So Return of the Jedi, The Empire Strikes Back, and so... The originals and the sequel trilogies have all been nominated, so six out of the nine Star Wars. He hasn't won one since since the first one. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's a way to like, especially because that's one of the few things that Star Wars is nominated for to be like, not just for John Williams, but for the whole saga. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm going to stick with Joker. Okay. What's the next one we want to do? Um, we could just talk about the screenplay because I don't know if I want to go through all the editing and stuff. Come. Yeah. Um, so, the nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes. I don't even know what The Two Popes is. The two is it an HBO it was, film? No, it's actually Netflix. Um, okay. It's basically. Um, the story of the newest pope and the last pope. Okay. The last pope. Doesn't Jonathan Price play the last one? Yeah. Who John- plays the new one? Anthony Hopkins. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, basically, the... It's weird. The new pope is actually... Like, the, the the current pope is actually one of the few people who's actually creepier than Anthony Hopkins in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but he does a lot. No, no, no. He, yeah. does, he, he does a lot of good. He just looks like a serial killer. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins just plays one. So, the story there is... Basically, the old pope decides to resign under scandal, hmm. but he wanted to talk to... Who's the scandal? Um, do they get into it in it? Yeah, they do. It's um, It basically has to do with um, all the priests and everything, and he covered up a lot of it. Hmm. And it also had to do with um, his advisor embezzling money as well. Gotcha. So he decided just to kind of step down, which... They've had people step. They've had popes step down before, but it's not very likely. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to. He doesn't assign the new pope. Right. That has to get voted on. But he wanted to talk to this guy because apparently the two had been going back and forth for years, trying to be the pope. Mm. And the new pope was actually trying to retire, rather. And the old pope was like, "I'm not going to sign these retirement papers mm. because I want you to replace me." Gotcha. It was. It's probably. I mean, Anthony Hopkins is really good in it. Um, Jonathan Price is really good in it. It's nothing that's like mind blowing, right? But yeah. hmm. Jonathan Price had a better movie a couple of years ago with um, Brazil. Agreed. Yeah, Brazil. <laughs> He's great in everything. Yeah, He's that just is one true. Of those guys. Yeah. Did you see um, the man who killed Don Quixote? Not yet. I it's I can't find it anywhere. Oh, it's on something. Terry Gilliam was on a podcast recently, and he was like, "Go see it in theater." I'm like, "It's not playing in a theater." I mean, it is in like New York and L.A., but well, it played because it's it was March, April that it came out. Well, this was a new podcast because like 
I guess the company that's putting it out didn't have the money to like they were trying to do it like an old school film, but not because they thought it was cool and retro. It's that's what they could afford to do. So like they've been slowly creeping it around the country. Kendall had it like March April. Oh really? Yeah, because I I thought we should because we saw the original Terry Gilliam one um, together the um, documentary. Oh, Lost in La Mancha. Yeah, we saw that, and I thought it'd be interesting to go down and see that. But yeah, timing never worked out. Yeah. Um, but that's like one of the few Adam drivers that I really want to see. Yeah. So adapted screenplay. Um, uh, I, I think, I think this is one of the ones I'm going to throw at the Irishman because it's not going to get much else. And the script wasn't terrible. Do you know what I don't get? Like, I haven't heard much people, many people talking about the fact that the Irishman, like when you watch it on Netflix is not called the Irishman. It's called, I heard you paint houses. Oh, really? Like, it doesn't... The title card does not say The Irishman. Oh, anywhere. it doesn't in the theater, either. So what... Is it, it called... Why is it called The Irishman? It, I mean, I get why it's called The Irishman, but, I like... it on Netflix, it was called The Irishman. It's called The Irishman, but the title card doesn't say The Irishman. Yeah, watch. I'll pull it up. Yeah. It's just one of those things that... Because it's based on the book. Right. right. I heard you paint houses, yeah. Which, I... Th- it's probably a marketing thing that that wouldn't sell Didn't as well. they have well. to do that with, um... Uh, Precious, based based on the book by yeah. whatever, like Sapphire or whatever it is. Which yeah. is funny because that's not a real person. Right? Yeah, the title card won't say. We're not endorsed by Netflix, just so you know. But the title says it, right? Yeah, it says The Irishman. Like, when you... Yeah, it yeah. says there. Yeah. But then it says Netflix Presents. But it, it's about... I thought it was like five minutes into it. Because it's after this. Yeah. God, this movie's so in love with itself. It really is. It's cousins along the way. You know what's funny? It's two of the biggest hits of the year. I mean, we're three guys that know our ways around a movie. Two of the biggest hits this one yeah, and that, and to Joker. Everybody loved him except, except I mean, us. You liked the Irish. I liked the Irish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it just it doesn't say the Irishman. It just says I heard you paint houses. Um, but there's a lot of movies now that don't have any credits, right? Which I'm totally fine with. But it's weird because, like, and when it was released internationally, it's called I heard you paint houses. It had to be something to do with marketing or something hey, yeah. I guess it's just like Ford versus Ferrari I didn't realize that was released as Le Mans 66 right. everywhere else yeah. or uh, <laughs> uh, the <laughs> the Dark Knight is El Gran Caballero de la Noche the great cowboy of the night another Irishman movie Leprechaun in the Hood maybe <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't think internationally they care about that much as much as yeah. we do no is it I wonder if there's another they paint houses movie in the U.S. Maybe, but I even don't. like within the last, I've noticed within the fa- last five years they don't care about that anymore yeah. as much. Unless it's there's like, been so many movies that have come out with names of movies that like in my like lifetime of movie going have have been already used that name. Yeah. I mean, there's that there was that Will Ferrell. Soccer movie, kicking and screaming, which yeah, which did, you is, know, yeah, yeah. The difference with that is the original had ampersand. and and the will uh, yeah, it's one way or the other. Yeah. I don't know, one's an ampersand and one 
is the word and written out, and yeah. they're technically different titles. Dumb. All right, so adapted screen adapted screenplay. I I also don't understand how Joker is an adapted screenplay because what, is it from the comic? It's yeah. not. It's it. So it's it's based on the character from the comics, but it's not based on an, an original... Like, it's an original story with these characters, but because it's based on an existing thing, it qualifies as an adapted screenplay. Right. I think, more likely, it disqualifies it from the other one, so they wanted right. to give it an award, yeah. and they had to figure out which. Yeah, but I don't That's think it... Annoying. Yeah, I, I don't think it should... I mean, I don't think it was a great screenplay anyways, yeah, but yeah. Um, I'm gonna... Uh, I want to... I really want Little Women to win, especially because yeah. Greta Gerwig got shafted and she wrote the adaptation. I think this is the one where they're gonna they're gonna shine the light on Little Women. I th- yeah i uh, I think it's probably gonna win. That's yeah, Little Women is my vote. Okay, what do you think should win? <clears throat> we haven't really discussed that in some of these. Books. You know, I. I Honestly, because I haven't seen the two popes, but other than that, I've seen the other ones, I would say of the four that are in there, I would say Little Women probably had the best screenplay as well. Yeah. See, I haven't. I don't think any of us have read Jojo Rabbit, but I just love that. I think I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I. I mean, you come up with a script where a little boy's imaginary friend is Hitler. You get nominated just for that. I yeah. Mean, it's that's. But I do think a lot of the why Jojo Rabbit works is so much to do with casting and chemistry, not so much yeah, the script the itself. Script. Right. It's, I think it's a great story. I don't think the script necessarily... Because, like, I think of, like... The, the story's things, fantastic. You're right. It just yeah. isn't... The actual nuts and bolts of, of who's saying what to each other. It's, it's yeah. serviceable, but it's yeah. not... It doesn't yeah. stand out. But the performances are really what sold... Right. What could have been, like... Because you... in the in, totally worthy of the nomination. For yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah, in the wrong hands with the wrong director and the wrong actors, you get Life is Beautiful, <laughs> right. which is garbage. Yes. Yeah. Or the, what is it, the other one? The Kid in the Striped Pajamas. Right. Which is yeah. even worse. So, Greg, what do you... I'm, uh, I think The Irishman will win. Okay. Um, I don't, I've only seen three of them, so I can't guess mm-hmm. what should win. Um, Little Women sounds fine to me. I don't think Joker <laughs> should be nominated, but whatever. Yeah. So then original screenplay... Uh, Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood, and Parasite. <laughs> I can do that every time. I've, I've heard, so, on a couple talk shows, like, they've made the point of when people, like, professional, like, interviewers talk about it, yeah. they can't say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They, they've asked them to pause. <sighs> They're like, so... Brad Pitt, because Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio were on Mark Maron's podcast recently, so he's like, I know I gotta do this thing. He's like, you guys, you know, you're on the press junket for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, <laughs> and they just start cracking up, and he's just like, they're laughing, they know what what it is. He's like, I have to take a pause, and like, I've seen it on talk shows, too. It's so force that? It's in the title. No, but I mean, it's the... It's it's find, or do you no? I think it's just a professional respect because like, which I think is so funny that people like do that with Tarantino. Like, and I think Tarantino is a great filmmaker, like yeah. w- one of the best living filmmakers. Yeah, he is a shitbag human being, <laughs> and he's like so like full of himself, which is 
honestly part of the entertainment of it. Yeah. Um, I think I, he's doing it just to see how far. I think like, so too. Yeah. But yeah. like people are like, oh, we don't want to upset Tarantino. I'm like, why? <laughs> Fuck he's him. Gonna, he's going to retire after his next movie. Yeah. I mean, he's probably going to produce stuff forever. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I, I could see him because he was like, I don't know if you remember, but when CSI first came out, he was a big fan of that. He directed a couple of yeah. episodes. He did one I episode of ER. Yeah, that, I could which see was him just dropping great. on a yeah. TV thing once in a while. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Let me write a script. So for he has I'd like to do a five five episode arc on Hawaii Five O. Is that show even on? It is. I only know that because Mark Maron had Scott Kahn on his podcast recently, and he's like. He's like, I'm sorry, I haven't seen it. He's like, why are you sorry? Why would you have seen that? I'm making money. People are watching it. Well, and that's exactly what he said. Because to keep living in Hawaii. Yeah. Well, well, that's what he's, he's like. He doesn't live in Hawaii, and he he doesn't do every episode now. He's like, I'm on six. Epi- I'm contractually in six episodes a season. He's like, I fly out for three days, uh, three months out of the year, do those episodes, and then that's it. And he's just like. But, and he was like asking him about like you know being artistically fulfilled and because he's a playwright which I had no idea. Um, and he's like, he's like, are you doing interesting stuff? He's like, right now? He's like, no. He's just like, he's like, but you know, he's like, I'm very, I'm very happy to have this job. He's like procedurals. He's like, I, you know, you make a living. He's like, and just in residuals alone from it getting, pl- he's like, I don't have to work. He's like, but now I can pursue other stuff. He's like, but I also have a six-year-old, so I'm kind of... He's like, yeah. I do that and do stuff here and there, but he's like, I'm waiting until she's older to kind of do stuff. And TV isn't doesn't have the black market it used to. Yeah. I mean, it is Hawaii Five O, right, so right. I mean, that, yeah. that's different. But there's a lot of movie stars that have kind of switched over and go mm-hmm. back, too. And it's not as hard as it was. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> this original screenplay is a tough one for me because the one that I think like just based on my educated guess the one that I think will probably win Parasite I haven't seen yet I'm seeing it this week um, but I, all the other ones it's kind of what I was saying about Jojo Rabbit like I mean maybe Marriage Story uh, but I think it's more like Knives Out definitely though you think I didn't think it was that great a script. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was fun, but it was just sort of like... It's kind of like the framework. Like, 19, yeah. 1917. I don't get... I don't get that. Yeah, there's hardly a story there. Hey, we need you to get from this point to this point and let them know to not, not do the thing. Go. Yeah. That's the screenplay. Yeah. Having rewatched Hollywood a couple of days ago, it's not going to win much... And it was such a nice homage to old Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I can completely see that yeah. winning here, but I can see it not winning here for you know the same thing. But how long has it been since Tarantino's won anything? Glorious Bastards. Glorious Bastards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which was. I think it was no. He, didn't he win something for Django Unchained? I don't think so. I think he was nominated, but I don't think he won. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Hollywood just because. I don't know. Yeah, um, for that reason, I'm with Greg too. I think it's gonna be the one that they. He's not. I don't think he's going to win director, right, so it yeah. kind of takes him off. I think I'm pretty sure it's, it's it, it, you know it's it's his best script I think since Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. yeah, it is one of his better ones. I uh, think, go ahead, go ahead. I just lost what I was going to say. Sorry, that's fine. I just had a thought. Um, how far along are you guys on? The list for the other thing, the next one that we're talking about. There's a couple of movies that I need to watch, but other than that, I'm ready. 
I just have to. I got to get a bit of order. That's it. Because I was thinking when we do like lunch with a burger, we might as well record that one. The, the yeah. one then. Um, so um, I'm just yeah, thinking out loud. Yeah. You know, on on the mic, but yeah. it's been ongoing. I just need to like. Yeah, I I took some. It's se- hard putting them in order. Yeah, because I have. I I don't watch enough foreign films or documentaries or animated films mm-hmm. to even judge yeah. what's good or what isn't. So my list isn't going to have any of that. So it's twenty mainstream movies yeah. that I'm trying to put you know in order. It's it's funny because I tried finding the Big Short. It's not for free on any of the streaming things right now. Um, oh, I would have brought it for you. But I also, I was just like, well, because I'm only, I started with the year 2000. I'm I'm going through year by year looking at, and like, um, I'm, I'm not even trying to find stuff like, oh, I need to see that. Because I kind of feel like, m- for the most part, stuff that's like that, I've already like sought out and seen yeah. it. So I'm just like something that stuck out to me. And like, I've been like, and like just 10 years in, I already have like 40 things that I have to whittle down. So I was like, I know the big short's not going to beat out at least. It's yeah, not going to be in your top 20. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's not on my final list either. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But you have animated films and documentaries and, and foreign films too. But I also kind of like weeded a lot of those out. Yeah. So basically I'm going to have a sub list of like the best foreign, best documentary, and then kind of take those out of the mainstream one. Yeah. Uh, except maybe one or two that would be the exception, but I'm trying to do like best horror kind of thing too, off to the side. Yeah, it's funny when I started this, I was like, oh yeah, this one, bam, 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 <laughs> and then you're like, oh, there's a lot more. To right, that's why if, you know this. Yeah. So I started last night making the top forty. Yeah. Um, and still, it's like you're it's missing top. so much. Stuff. And everything you cut, you're like, that's such a good movie yeah. though. But yeah. I, I'm trying to like because. I mean, it, it really boils down to uh, it's like one movie per year. Right. But then there's some years that I'm like, there's three movies that came out this year that are all better than the best movie that came out this last year. There was one. There was one year. Two thousand seven. No, it, there was. Uh, I, I would agree with you with that. I, I want to say it was like two thousand five, where I was like, oh, luckily nothing that came out okay. this year was. I was <laughs> like, two thousand actually wasn't that good. Yeah, because ninety nine was such a good year. Mm-hmm. You got Fight Club and you got movies like that. Yeah, yeah, you had Fight Club, American Beauty, you had Matrix. Um, yeah, you had um, the Sixth Sense, the Sixth Phantom Sense. Menace. Yeah. Oh, stop. <laughs> um, there's so many. Oh, there's a fourth Matrix coming, by the way. Yeah, it's released the same day of the next John Wick. Yeah. Yeah, and they should have timed it correctly and released it with the third Bill and Ted's. Mm. Which is what, this August? That would have been the trifecta. Like, if they could have... (laughs) What's it called? The Matrix or Bill and Ted? All I saw was it says Matrix 4. Yeah, that's all I've seen so far. um, Who's the guy that plays Agent Smith? Oh, um... Something. The Red Skull. No, um... Well, in, in, in the first one, Agent weaving. Smith, yeah. Hugo weaving. Yeah, weaving. he's not signed on to be in it. Hmm. Well, um, he wasn't. Well, didn't they eliminate Agent Smith at the end of it? It's been so long since I watched. Well, they the eliminated Matrix. him at the end of the Matrix. Too. Yeah, yeah. So what's true? Speaking of John Wick, I'd like to know if John Leguizamo was like, "I'm, I'm done with this," or if they didn't ask him, because the direction that they took it. Is so disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wonder if he was like, "No, I'm, you know, like, I'm all set with this." I'm pretty sure, based on his other more. films, I don't think he cares about that. Yeah. He was in Playing in Fire, which is one of the worst. It, 
He's the best part of the movie Spawn. <laughs> but that's from the 90s, isn't it? Right. Yeah. 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 Um, like we, we took an extra. Yeah, yeah. Okay, where are we? So original Hollywood. screenplay, did we? Um, you didn't. I'm going to say Hollywood. Yeah. I'm going to say Parasite. Okay. See, Parasite. I haven't seen. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm just going off of the few people I know who have seen it, everything that I've read, because I don't think it's going to win Best Picture, only because a foreign language film I don't think has ever won Best Picture. Well, it'll win foreign. Yeah, it's going to win yeah. foreign film. And people will look at it and they're like, yeah, it has that. Yeah, right. We just have an, an aversion to anything with subtitles winning a lot of the awards, other than... Particularly if it's not white people speaking it. You yeah, know, it's, yeah. Um, See, I, I still think... Just to clarify, when, when Bob said we... I don't think, and I certainly didn't mean the three of us. I oh. meant America. Yeah. Yep. I have no problem with subtitles or people who aren't white, just to be clear. <laughs> yes. I don't want a soundbite taken out. I watch oh, it's a white, it's a white nationalist anyway, so podcast. Doesn't bother me. Right. I mean, I think a third of the stuff that I see is foreign. Sure. So it's okay, still, yeah. yeah, it still bothers me that I have to read subtitles and it takes away from the cinematography. Mm-hmm. It, it annoys me, but I will not watch a dub version because that drives me more nuts. Would this annoy you more or less of it? Instead of having subtitles, there was a man sitting behind you who whispered the translation in your ear. Oh, that would just like. <laughs> I love going to the movies, but there are times that you're like, I just wish I was the only one here. She's yeah. saying, "May I have more <laughs> porridge, Papa?" <laughs> Thanks, Frank. The 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 one I hate is when. So this happened during um, the Dead Don't Die. Every time it was like, "Oh, that's Adam Driver. He did this, this, and this." Oh, that's Bill Murray. That would have only oh, that's made Rosie the movie Perez. more more enjoyable to me. <laughs> I was just like, "Was it an older man, woman, woman?" It was Red River. So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah the old woman. Then, yeah, I'd be like. You're goddamn right it is, Betty. <laughs> like, that's the RZA from the Wu-Tang Clan, because I know you didn't no, have that one. That one was, it was dead quiet. I was yeah. almost like, that's RZA. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, he, she did also didn't get Caleb either, but that's okay. Interesting. Um, I got no thoughts on the original song at all. I, I don't, I don't care. So I've seen everything here. Everything is pretty horrible. By everything here, you mean on planet Earth? No, not yet. I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. It would be a goal, but completely unattainable. Just worldwide, they're making films faster than you could possibly watch them. Should we? Should we just take a guess, just for fun? On what? On, on, on song. everything? Yeah, oh, on song. song? Just for fun. Uh, I, this is because it's so whitewashed. Right. They could give it to Harriet just because. Oh, see. We gave the yeah. original song, you know, the about thing, black people. I don't remember that song in it. It has to be the end credit song. It's, it's got to be yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus singing it, though, right? So, <laughs> I think it's going to go to the Frozen thing just because that, <coughs> that didn't even get nominated for Best Animated Feature, which surprised me. So I just watched Klaus last night. After watching Klaus, it makes sense that Frozen didn't get nominated. Why? Klaus is probably one of the more original looking animated features I've seen in the last few years. Really? Do you know what doesn't make sense was nominated for Best Animated Thing? Missing Link. That movie sucked. It's because of the technical I, aspect I, of it. And, and I yeah. love the studio. I hated that movie. 
I think anytime I'm pretty sure they're kind of like Pixar, where anytime they put something out, it's going to get nominated. They get nominated. But they won the Golden. I mean, I put no real credence in the Golden Globes, but the only credence is if you win there, you have less likelihood of winning a Oscar. That's what I kind of put it in. Yeah, for the longest time, people were like, "This is a predictor." I'm like, "It's not." No. It, it predicts how much money you're willing to spend on your movie. That's what. Hey, is it unusual are. that two sequels got nominated for animated film? I mean, is this? No, when they find a thing, because I'm pretty sure the first How to Train Your Dragon won Best Animated Film when that came out. I'm pretty sure. It's, yeah. And I think at least one, if not more, of the Toy Stories have won. Yeah, uh, th- I'm pretty sure three won. I was just thinking that it's still haven't seen any of them. <laughs> you know, I mean, you never see. For actual movies or for anything like that, you never see sequels get nominated, or it's rare that you do an animated. But that that could, be, that could be a thing of. I mean, The Incredibles got nominated last year, I think, the second one. Yeah, that category is a lot smaller than. Yeah. But besides, like their traditional like sequel, like Return of the Jedi, not Return of the Jedi, um, Empire Strikes Back, and stuff like that. Think of a sequel that would have been nominated nowadays. Yeah. I mean, it's just, they do them just to turn them out. I mean, Bad Boys will never be nominated for anything. Did you see that yet? Yeah. It's it's not great. No. I, did I, you did you notice the Michael Bay? Yeah. <laughs> He's a bad actor, too. <laughs> did you expect anything about else? About six months ago, I tried watching the first one because I've never seen it before. I made it about a half hour, 45 minutes. And I, like, oh, I mean, I, I enjoyed it at the time. Uh, yeah, it doesn't hold up. No. It it was basically Will Smith going, I have to do something not... Fresh what, Prince. Yeah, not yeah. Fresh Prince, something not PG. I got to do something hard. Like, that's probably his darkest role that he's done, and it's not even that dark. Yeah. Yeah, the new ones. You can tell that the two guys were just like aping the old ones. Like yeah. they did this screenshot, they did this angle, so we're gonna do this angle, and we're gonna spin it this way, just like the original. So yeah, people in my theater loved it, though. I saw them with the one. There's a lot of dum dums in this country. <laughs> <laughs> they were laughing hysterically, and I was just sitting there chuckling at them, pretty much. Um, so you want to throw something at an original song? Uh, the 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 one from Rocket Man, just because it's Elton John. Yeah, I think that's the only. One. Um, I don't think Randy Newman's gonna get another nom, uh, another one for that. Yeah, I don't even remember. Like of all these, the only one I remember is Rocket Man. Having seen yeah, that one. and it wasn't a great Elton John song, but it wasn't a terrible Elton John song either. Greg. Uh, I, I think it's going to be the Harriet Tubman one. I okay. think it's going to be stand-up for diversity. There's diversity this year? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to need it. Oh, I remember what I was going to say about original screenplay. I think the Academy is still mostly old white men that vote on this. It is, absolutely. Yeah. So that like skews everything. That it completely explains Green Book last year, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And it just seems like they completely forgot that they were... There's other stuff out there that they can vote on other than what's here, unfortunately. I think Joker's a good indication of that. There's so many there's so many things about Joker that just I mean, even the movie that didn't make sense. Like the story didn't make sense. 
I hated the Joker. Fact, yeah. yeah. I hated the fact that he had that condition. Like, you just take away, like, half of Which week. is a real thing, actually, I found it. But it still is... The laughing thing? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But, but it, you could... You could have... You could have made the same movie having it have nothing to do with the Joker. Yeah. And it would have made $13 million. Yeah, I don't get it. All right. But it's... He... I was walking to my car this morning because it was a couple of blocks to get it out of the snow parking lot. And I'm like, how did he not know about his mom? How did he not know that she was an innocent? How do they reunite you with your mother and you don't know? And where was he? Mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm spoiling anything. It's a bad movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> how was how he in his late 30s figuring this out? That Wait a second. My dad isn't Thomas Wayne. My mom went into an insane asylum for hurting me. He just blocked. He just blocks all of that out of his life for a big reveal. I don't know. It made no sense. Yep. And like you said, I mean, did, did he imagine starting the riot? Did he imagine shooting Robert De Niro, or or did it really happen? Yeah, and that whole thing. Yep. But they did. I was pretty convinced. I mean, I knew he wasn't in a relationship with his neighbor. Zazie Beats. Yeah. Um, but That's her real name. Yeah, it is. She's uh, Domino in the, in the X-Force yeah. Yeah. series. But, um, yeah, you're, you're watching it, and I, he killed the people on the subway, but did he kill? I mean, is that when he cracks and he just, like, he's just... Or did they catch him for that? Yeah. Um, did he never make it to the TV studio? I think it's getting way more... Talk then we should give it. I, yeah, I'm fine with that. Well, that's the thing is, I want to talk about how bad it is so people yeah. don't think, oh, I need to go watch that. I know so many people that are like, this was such an important film. I was like, it wasn't, and it that's upsets me saying. that you. Why? Said, why? I mean, again, we're three guys who watch a fair amount of movies, yeah. and all three of us didn't like it. What's What's happening? Why is it so well received? I'm totally fine with my my taste in movies not being on on the pulse of America. I, I actually take a small bit of pride in that. But you um, can tell when something's going to work for an audience. Right. Um, now you, you, okay, so you didn't like Venom. Venom made the same amount of money. They're making a sequel, all of this stuff. You didn't like Venom. You didn't like Venom, but you didn't like it. You liked it more than he liked he it. He hates Venom. I, I hated it. But, I like Venom. Right. That's the difference. But... <clears throat> You you both understood what Venom is. Yeah. It's just a popcorn superhero movie, whatever. Yeah. This apparently isn't that, and the three of us missed it. Like none, of us, not, none I, of us are saying, "Oh, people are people are receiving Joker as this type of movie," and I can understand that. Not, none of us are saying that. Oh no, I understand why people like it, and it deeply troubles me. <laughs> I don't understand. So many people, but I—I mean, I, you know, I think part of it is because we're at a very angry, frustrated place in American history right now, and but it wasn't about that. It's not, but so I I think because it's it's a misunderstood guy. I think people are kind of retrofitting it to whatever applies to them. Yeah, because it's unfortunately Joker from the Dark Knight is what they think this guy is. Right. Yeah. But he's like a dumbed-down version of that. He's not... If you watch it, his character is is nothing. I mean, he's he's not... 
anything. He's not somebody who could rise to power, even if he snaps, even if he goes crazy. He's not someone that has the capacity to be the Heath Ledger or the, the Jack Nicholson or the... But he ends up character. being that anyways. Mm-hmm. By default. Right. And that I think that's what I'm, audiences I'm see. I'm sure right? once, once the sequel comes out, it'll turn into something, because they're working on it now. I bet it doesn't. <laughs> I, bet we're, I bet I'm never convinced that this character... Oh, I don't think it'll be convincing, but I think yeah. that's what they'll try and do. Sure, sure. Yeah. But, yeah. And, it's, and I will say, I think it was a well-made, not an excellently made, but a well-made film. Um, the biggest thing, I mean, Todd Phillips is not an amazing director. He's, no. he's, he's a guy who makes serviceable studio pictures. Um, I, think it ju- I think a big part of it is disenfranchised white guys, both privileged and not privileged, are identifying with it. And that's why it's doing so well. That's a shame. Yeah. I think people that don't watch as many movies as, as we do. Like, I purposely watched um, the, uh, not the comedian, the uh, the one that basically rips off of uh, King and Comedy, King yeah, and Comedy. Yeah, yeah. before this. And I've seen it before, yeah. and I kind of knew the connection. And watching King and Comedy before this, it, it just, this completely pales in comparison. Yeah. I mean, it's like, this is, a, he took that movie and Seven, put them in a blender, right. mm-hmm. and this is what came out. And people love Seven, and I think it has that look to it kind of thing. When you watch, when you watch the Dark Knight, or even, or even Tim Burton's Batman, you're watching because you're watching those Jokers because you want to see what they're going to do next. Yeah, there's never a time in this movie. I watched it. I sat down to watch it because I was. I was hearing both of you in my head, but I was like, 11 <laughs> nominations, i got to be able to sure, have my yeah. opinion on this. So I sat down to watch it yesterday, and an hour in, I was like, I don't care at all about this, and I still have an hour to go, yeah. and I don't, I don't care what this guy's going through or what, what is going to happen to him at all. Yeah. I don't care about this story. Yeah. It just, it, it, I don't know. It's one of those weird things. All of those nominations, and between the three of us, none of us can give it any respect. Mm. And that just seems, I don't know, it just seems worth talking about. The, The thing that frustrates me the most about it, regardless of how many awards it wins, so it's the highest grossing R rated film of all time. Um, was it Blair Witch before that? No, no that that's that's that, that's, that's yeah. still I think the Was most it, profitable it be film. Deadpool because it's the highest grossing R rated film of all time. Wow. Yeah, um, Deadpool two. It's the R- it's the first R rated film to gross over a billion dollars at the box yeah. office. Um, but you know, because Deadpool and then Logan were both R rated comic book movies, but I I feel like there's going to be we're going to see the pendulum swing. In the next few years, way in the other way, there's going to be a ton of R-rated properties just for the sake of it being R-rated because they're yeah. like, look, we got to go for that next thing. People want extreme whatever. Right. Um, which the Passion of the Christ is really what got that started with with R-rated movies making money. Right. Um, that's one of my favorite horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's a one timer for me. I saw it once. That's uh, yeah. That's I will Evidently, the sequel is in 2021, according to IMDb. Is it 
Is it going to be Mel Gibson? Yeah, Mel Gibson with Jim Caviezel. Caviezel? Caviezel. Um, I really, I did, with The Passion of the Christ, I did really like how they depicted uh, Satan in the garden as the androgynous woman. At any rate, I think you're right, and I think, I think just because the movie's R-rated, it, all bets are off. Right, coming in, coming in in the future. Yeah, but we're gonna get stupid stuff like the R-rated My Little Pony movies and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I think they're gonna. Well, split even it. Tarantino's, if if he does make an R-rated Star Trek, you know, that won't be his last movie. It won't. It, and but it also won't make money because his movies don't really make money. Um, but yeah. It's they're profitable, but yeah, they're not huge blockbusters. Yeah. But I think they're going to be more prolific with them. I think they're not going to be scared off of making already movies anymore, or already blockbusters anymore. I don't think they have been for a while, but they still split it with, like, there's still a ton of, like, crappy horror, PG-13 horror movies yeah. to get teenagers into the movie theater to see those. And I don't yeah. see those switching to R-rated because there's a market for those, and they, they still, they don't fill the theater but they make decent money right in the early 2000s they started with franchises they started dumbing down the other way and started making franchises that started out r-rated they started making newer installments pg-13 with the diehards and uh the alien movies and the terminator movies there's a bunch of pg-13s in there and then in the pg-13 of live free or die or whatever the one was where he doesn't say <laughs> oh, yippee ki motherfucker so, yeah it's yeah. so hard to watch and now they're going back and starting to do new installments in those b-rated r again but i'm like you've already like diluted the brand down. so yeah. much i mean the, the term new terminator case in point that's garbage was it r it was r it was the first one since terminator 2 to be rated r was it r for language or for violence both yeah okay. both um see i I liked that one. It didn't. It was like middle of the range, but it's I, it's it's the third best Terminator movie. But yeah. no, I I still like uh, Salvation. Like Bale I like the Christian. Yeah. That if you take it out, uh, I, first of all, it's the only one that's set during the the like the future uh, yeah. entirely. There's no time travel element to it, which I liked, um, and it also made John Connor like you, it was the only one where we got to see John Connor be the John, leader, yeah. not. One day this guy will become this yeah. person, you blah, 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 blah. You is. see yeah. him do it. And I believed Christian Bale as that. And also, you know, he was horrible to that production assistant, so who doesn't <laughs> like that? Because that's the movie he was making where that famous yeah. behind-the-scenes yeah. and, and I can just a, a little bit see where he's coming from now. Because <laughs> you've got everybody depending on you to get that shot exactly right, to get that emotion exactly right. You've got to find it, and then somebody... <laughs> walks in your line of sight or something and you've got to start all over again with everybody and, and all of the cameras and all of the lights and everybody's yeah. staring at you. Well, it's funny because... I can a little bit understand him just going nuts. Yeah, right. he went too far, but it wasn't like Alec Baldwin or Mel Gibson or any craziness like right. that. He was... Well, and it's it's it also thing. like... I mean, you know, you and I have both done theater. We've been there when, you know, it's it's tech week and it's you're just, you're trying to hammer this out and someone just, not even, it's one thing if someone makes a mistake, but it's when someone's just being cavalier, could not give a shit how much you're putting into this and their laziness screws it up. And 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 it's just, it you know, it ended up being on the world stage rather than 
six people in a rehearsal hearing it and, be, and right. then and, and then you know a half an hour later you cool down and be like hey steve <laughs> sorry i flipped out at you yeah. it's been a tough week you know because people are like he's a monster i'm like i mean probably but <laughs> right. i mean we all right. we all have that capacity there was i remember during the return to yuma there was something between him and Russell Crowe where, like, they never actually talked talked when their scenes weren't being filmed. They just, they both just stayed away from each other um, because they just. Is he a method actor, process. though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Um, did you see, God, what's the one where him and Steve Zahn are escaped from, uh, I can't think of the name of it. Rescue Don. Rescue Don. Rescue Don. Yeah. yeah. Where he bites the snake. Really did that. He really killed a snake. He he picked up the snake from the but river is, and bit it. Is he one that like stays in character he, yep. when it's yeah. not rolling? Yeah. 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 So I could see him yep. doing that with the Russell Crowe. I've like the only person who like I think takes it further is Daniel Day Lewis, but oh, I think yeah. he takes it so far that he wouldn't react to the person because that's acknowledging that I'm making a movie in the For first place. Right. Yeah. He is he becomes that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why he doesn't do that much anymore. That's why well, yeah. he's retired. He's yeah. like, I, I, I can't do this. He's also like, I mean, not that it matters, but he's he's early 60s now, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of Christian Bale, there's rumors that he's going to be in the next Thor movie. No, it's confirmed. It's it is. confirmed. Okay. Yep. yep. Is he a voice? He's the villain, isn't he? I think so. And there was, I just saw a preview for a new... Morbius. Morbius, which I was just like, because... I had no clue that was coming. I had no idea. So it's 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 a, like a eighth tier Marvel character. So is it Marvel though, or it is, is it the Sony thing? Well, it's the Sony thing. So it's in association with Marvel. It's not part of the MCU. Okay, because um, that's where I was confused. It's so like Marvel and Sony is like. I'm okay, doing. Scott's giving us a, a visual visual a, for a, a podcast. A circle a, on a piece of paper. It's a Venn diagram. And then another Ooh. circle. Okay, so he's made an eight kind of. Yeah. MCU, Sony. What do they call it? Not some. Not something stupid. It's actually called the Spider Verse. Oh, the okay. Sony's thing. So Spider Man is the is is the you know the crossover for the MCU, and it's the same Spider Man. All right. With the thing. So um, is Morbius a villain for Spider Man? Sometimes it's weird because okay. Morbius is actually more of a villain. Oh, he's not a hundred percent a villain, but it because Venom did okay. They're like, let's find other anti-heroes to do. He's more with Doctor Strange than anything else. But there's a weird crossover. So Marvel's different than DC. Like, like no one would ever argue that the Joker is not Superman's you know, yeah. villain. It's, they kind of have their own rogues. You, I mean, Superman's basically Lex Luthor. And then w- many, many steps down, there's like Brainiac and Mr. Mixelplex and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's basically Lex Luthor right. yeah. where Marvel, there's a lot of crossover with the villains. It's, yeah. it's not like not Doctor a, Doom yeah. after a lot of people. Cause yeah. Yeah. Kingpin is Kingpin is both daredevil and Spider-Man. Basically Kingpin is a New and York Punisher. villain. Yeah. Yeah. I think in, um, the upcoming Robert Pattinson Batman, I think they're going to have multiple villains in that one. Probably. Well, they always have multiple villains. But, yeah, Jared Leto is playing Morbius, and it's in the same... It's supposed to be... Cause That's a dude that's creepy. Jared Leto? Yeah. yeah. He's, he looks even creepier in this one. Yeah. Uh, although the effect, when they show him in the full thing, I was like, that looks terrible. Um, so did they launch him from the... 
the he's do- he's done. He's not Joker. Joker. He's not yeah. Joker. And I and they acknowledge the character in Birds of Prey, but I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he'll make an appearance. Because isn't isn't she contracted for two? She. They basically or another Suicide Squad. She's another Suicide Squad, and then, and then there's there's going to be a solo Harley Quinn movie as well. Isn't this one different one? one? This one's technically not. This is Birds of Prey, which is a which is a team. Yeah, it's like Suicide Squad. Yeah, but it's, but it's females. females. That trailer looks so stupid. The, it looks so fun. I will say the second <laughs> one looked better than the first one. Uh, I'll still go see it because there's a hyena in it. But yeah. um, I don't like the second trailer. It's it's not going to be a good movie. I don't because the reaction so many people are like, oh, this is going to be amazing. I'm like, it's not. Trust me, it's not. It, uh, the reason I want to is it looks fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it's the quintessential popcorn movie. Yeah. I, I have a feeling it's going to be boring, but I'll still go see it. I'll still it's go really see nice it. Job releasing it in February. It's going to make money. Um, Dead of winter. Yeah, it will. It's got that nice cushy Captain Marvel Black Panther spot. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how Spider-Man factors into uh, the MCU going forward because there was that thing where it looked like they weren't going to work it out, but they did work it out. And I don't know who they're going to get from the MCU to be in the next Spider-Man movie. Um, they've been pretty... I'm surprised we haven't seen it. So when when that came up, the Morbius one, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this must be the Eternals trailer. They won't release an Eternals trailer till after Black Widow is out. They're oh. very protect they're like they're very specific about which is why I, as soon as I saw the the in association with Marvel, I was like, uh, what is this? Because yeah. I didn't know it existed. And then I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because yeah. Sony can do their own thing. Uh, you know what's funny is we used to stray off and talk about Star Wars, and now we talk about Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's Marvel's nothing really more, to talk about with Star Wars yeah, right yeah. now, other yeah. than, you know, Mandalorian's coming out in nine months, which seems like yeah. an eternity. But um, all right, so let's do because we're an hour in. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, this would be a quick like half hour I thing. Knew, I knew coming yeah. here was yeah. going to be too uh, actor in a supporting role. Uh, so Why don't we just start at the top and just work our way down up there? Okay, because um, we'll get to f- best film before no best pictures all the way down here. That's weird that that's out of oh because it's picture. That's so we'll, I, don't, I, I don't know. I like this one better. I don't know where this one is. All right, so actor in a leading role, Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time, in Hollywood, (laughs) Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. I haven't seen The Two Popes, haven't seen Pain and Glory. Um, uh, I mean, Antonio Banderas is getting good good reviews, but I just don't think, I think it's going to... as much as I hate to say it, I'm pretty sure Joaquin Phoenix is a shoe in for this. Unfortunately, I yeah, I, I would like to see Adam Driver win, but I know it's not as showy a role as yeah. the Joker was, and I, I just I don't think either he or Leonardo DiCaprio have a chance against Joaquin Phoenix. Now Leo already had his award a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, so they take that into effect. Even and he hasn't done a movie since, so it would, have, it would basically be back to back for him. Right? What did he, he win for a couple of years ago? Revenant. All right, yeah. and I still think his performance in Django Unchained was better than both of those. I think his performance in this was his best performance. Yeah, interesting. You know that Tarantino's doing the three. They're, they're going to make those three episodes of the the western. Oh, uh, they are. Yeah, that's cool. Hmm. 
It'll be a bonus feature on the when it comes out, won't it? Either that or like they'll try and sell it to like Netflix or something. Yeah. That's so let me ask you this: Where, where is the love that Marriage Story gets? Is it Scarlett Johansson? I don't. Or think is it's it Adam Driver? I don't think it's going to get. I think it's both. Anything? I, I really don't. I, I think it's one of those. Because Renee Welch Zellweger won the Golden Globe for Judy. Not that it matters, but probably she's going to walk away with the Oscar in this too. It's not like she needs a lifetime award kind of thing. Yeah. But that is definitely the showier performance out of everybody in there. And I, I just don't think. I don't think they like Netflix as I got totally distracted by something that just totally is is making me question everything about the world right now. Uh, you gotta share. Uh well I noticed first of all I didn't know no alternative was on vinyl. Yeah. But uh do you have your various artist collections mixed in with artists alphabetically? Yes. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Huh. Sorry, sorry. That's I, I, okay. I also have soundtracks mixed in. God damn, do you... Uh, I, I, <laughs> it's so I know where they are. Huh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> are you going to... Do you need to switch with Greg now? I'm, I'm assuming you don't have it. Uh, maybe I shouldn't assume, but do you have any... Do you have any Dave Matthews Band in your collection? Not vinyl. Actually, if I do, I didn't buy it. I got it gifted. But I really don't think so. What letter of the alphabet would it be filed under? Dave Matthews would probably be under D because Ben Folds 5 is one of my favorite bands, and that's always been B. So do you file Ben Folds 5 and Ben Folds solo albums in separately? Yes. You're a complicated and strange man. <laughs> my, my ex, Lacey, would agree with you, and... Uh, that's why you're both my exes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Scott. It's okay. That's funny. Does it, does it have the... Yeah. Does it have the... Can you pull that out? Yeah. I'm sorry. Sure well, it wouldn't be on there. We'd have to play it. Well, no, no, never... no. I was wondering if it has the cassette bonus tracks. I'm assuming Oh, it's, I, I don't know if it record. does. This is why it's going to be two and a half hours. <laughs> it does have the cassette bonus oh, tracks. Oh, it's number two. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, this is something that literally matters to nobody listening to this, but <laughs> I think that was a record store day thing. Yeah, but it was. Not, I remember when yeah. it came out, but I was like, I don't need that on vinyl, despite the fact that this is one of the better collections from the 90s. That's why. That's why I got yeah. it. Um, I, is it colored, too? I don't know. Let's find out. This We're looking at the No Alternative compilation, which was part of the Red Hot series. Um, uh, I mean, it's black colored. Do. Yeah. Look, uh, look at how Bob takes care of his stuff. Oh, that's cool that they put the alternative. I usually just stack it on top of the cat, and then once the cat moves, it falls. <laughs> that's the, that's cool. So so there were there were three different covers for it. That that was the VHS cover. Yeah, this is probably one of my favorite compilations from back then. And there's a hidden bonus. Ter- there's a hidden Nirvana song on it, uh, which at the time was known as uh, "Verse Chorus Verse," but it's "Sappy" the song because they, and they found out later there's another Nirvana song called "Verse Chorus Verse." The other one I want, and they make it, but I haven't been able to find it yet. Is um, Saturday Morning Cartoons? Yeah, the cartoons' greatest hits. Yeah, yep. that thing's awesome. We're making sure I'm putting it back correctly. 
And you can push it all the way back. There's stock bars. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> Sidebar. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Uh, and that's up there too, and you hate that. But what's yeah. that? The, the, the with the lights out. Yeah. It's, I look at it the same way. I'm not putting these bands on the same level, but I look at that box set the same way I look at the Sublime box set. It's just a bunch of demos and tomfoolery. It's it's not it's very good. It's cleaning up the lint trap of the the audio collection. They're like, hey, slap Nirvana and some pictures on this, and people will buy it. Because it's like literal boombox recordings. Yeah. And they're like, this is the sound of Kurt Cobain cleaning his needles. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Uh, actor... It's. I think you're right. I think Joaquin Phoenix is going to win, but I. I think Leo should win, but Joaquin Phoenix is going to win. Plus, if he'd won last year for, you were never really there. He should have fantastic he, performance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say that in my mind they're giving him the award for that. Right. I think. I think that's his best performance. I do too. Yeah. Um, and. It's in for those of you who like the Joker and you know <laughs> identify with it, right? But he lost weight. He, he lost weight and he dances around. He's bit. his performance is even more bleak and yeah. depressing. In you were never really there yeah. than in Joker. But it's a happier ending. It's a better film. Yeah, it is. It's a more brutal film too. Yeah, yeah really. A, a billion people should have gone to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. And what, what was your joke? Yeah, your I, I think it's going to be Joker, but I really wish it would as Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. It's not his best, but he's nominated. I mean, he's going to be around for a while. He yeah, he's one of those people uh, like what, um, Meryl Streep. 21, 22 nominations. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I could see Adam Driver doing that in his lifetime. Just this year alone, I mean, the three performance, four, four performances. I mean, I thought I thought his performance in Rise of Skywalker was better than his performance in Marriage Story, and I thought he was good in Marriage Story, yeah. but... Um, That's an arc performance, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but for both of them. Yeah. For both of them. And that's the thing, for as much as, like, I, I don't love the new movies, I like the new movies, but I really love what they did with those two characters. Yep. Yeah. Um... All right, so actor in a supporting role. The nominations, uh, Tom Hanks, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. No. We'll talk on that in a second. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Pubs, Al Pacino, The Irishman, yeah. Joe Pesci, The Irishman, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time, and... Chirp, 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 chirp. Uh, So first of all, I think they should actually take at least one of Tom Hanks' previous Oscars away from him for this for this. Piece of shit movie. It was um, horrible. And it's so. What's weird is like people who don't like people who just have a passing knowledge of Fred Rogers. I know a lot of people are like, yeah, that dude's creepy. And I get it on a base level if you don't know much about his background and his understanding of child psychology. Right. And it's going to be even creepier after watching. Yeah, this if you movie. watch this, I'm just like, he plays it like a serial he killer. He plays it like a psychopath. Um, and it's upsetting, and also people are like, "Can you can you tell?" Because I've never seen it, and I never will. Can mm-hmm. you tell the difference? But is he directed that way, or was it his choice of where the character is? I, 
Who I, directed this thing? Uh, the director is she's only done a few things. It's very poorly directed. It's yeah. it's a bad film. Yeah, it's I a think really it's bad his, film. I would guess it's. His I think choice. yeah. I think she's like I'm just going to cast Tom Hanks and let him do. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Right. And I think. But the thing is, I don't think he's trying to be creepy. I think he's just like, this is... He's not one of those actors where you're like, I want to watch Tom Hanks play another person. Right. Another living person. Yeah, you're like, I love Tom Hanks. I want to see him in this story. I mean, Jim Lovett was different because who knew who he was? Yeah. Okay, Tom Hanks is playing Jim Lovett, great. Yeah. But somebody like an iconic person, I don't... So Who is Jim Lovitz? <laughs> Captain Phillips? No, from... No, um, that's Apollo 13. Apollo 13. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got through that with a straight face. You almost did. Just wanted one of you to be like, you idiot. Captain Phillips is Captain Phillips. <laughs> no, I thought that, but, you know. For a second I was like, what are you... Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scott was being funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like... I mean, it's a... I think... They thought, they're like, oh, it's a no-brainer. Um, Fred Rogers, beloved American icon. Tom Hanks, beloved American icon. Let's do it. It's it is, just, I mean, the movie's making money. The movie's yeah. doing well. Yeah. Or it was when yeah. it was out. I don't understand. I think I think Tom Hanks hasn't made a good movie, in my opinion, since Castaway. And we got to stop giving him hugs every time he makes a movie. Because mm-hmm. The Post was one of the worst movies that I saw this decade. No, and I didn't hate it, but it was it wasn't. Everybody anything. got an Oscar nomination for that. Meryl Streep, Spielberg, everybody did it. It was awful. I feel like a lot of not just the Academy, but a lot of people who are moviegoers now are at that. We're so deep in nostalgia for the things that we love that when someone who had a hand or was a creative force behind something we love gets nominated for something, we're like, "This is great too," and you're like. It's not. You're not judging the work. You're judging the body of work. Uh, I mean, The Irishman is the biggest example of that this For year. Sure. Um, I will say, um, I did think Joe Pesci did a solid job. I thought he was great. It was probably was the, the best, best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah be, I mean, best part of the movie for sure. But I don't think, I don't think it was. Uh, I don't know. Cause I think he's going like to win. To see it win, just so he could go up to the microphone, and say thank you, and walk away. Yeah. Like he yeah. Did after Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah. But getting back, to, I just want to say one more thing about Tom Hanks. He's chasing Oscars, and he's been chasing Oscars since the mid '90s. And mm-hmm. it's got to stop. We got to stop giving him nominations because I want him to go back to doing movies like Money Pit and Splash mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he's not going to his son. If he, yeah, he, yeah, his son's doing a lot of them now. Yeah, I I would look forward to watching his son perform. I don't see Tom Hanks him. doing another comedy like that no. ever again. Which is too bad because people don't. Friends, if you're if you're of the younger generation, go back and watch the stuff that he was doing in the eighties. It's highly entertaining. The Money Pit is a perfect film. Yeah, go see Splash. Go see Splash. Splash. Yeah, yeah. What they should do, Dragnet. Yeah, I mean, it's not a great movie, but it's fun and it's stupid. Even Toy. the Burbs. Oh, the yeah. Burbs. Yeah, I love the Burbs. Um, yeah. What we need to do is get Tom Hanks and Eddie Murphy to do a very serious R-rated comedy comic book movie together. Do you know, speaking of Eddie Murphy, I thought that Dolmite, he, he got a Golden Globe Gold nomination for this, and for some reason I switched it in my head so it was an Oscar nomination, so uh, yeah. I started watching it, yeah. and then I realized he wasn't, and I'll get back to it another time, but yeah. you forget how watchable he is. Yes. Yeah. Did you watch Did his you? Saturday Night Live uh, hosting? Yeah, yeah that was really good. TV. It was great. How far into Dolmite did you get? Did you get to where Wesley Snipes is in it? Yeah. 
it gets so much better once Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. I, Have you seen it? Literally, yeah. I looked it up and I was like, I wonder if he's been nominated for an Oscar because I look things up while I'm yeah. watching it. I don't think I that got a theatrical it. release at all. Don't I? Yeah. No, it was just Netflix. Yeah. Um, but he's one of those guys, I, you know, he's doing Coming to America 2 or whatever. He explains it in Saturday Night Live. He's like, I got kids. I got to pay for my kids. Yeah. He has 10 yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah. but, but he's really good in Dolmite. He is. He's, yeah. <clears throat> the reason we're still having conversations about Eddie Murphy is because he can still do things like Dolmite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a, just a very watchable guy. That movie was a lot better than I expected. Yeah. And Wesley Snipes' performance. Yeah, was it like, was, he was great. Yeah. It was like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, I didn't know you could seriously act. And yeah. it was amazing. He's, he's done some other stuff. He did a film, and it's escaping me right now. Uh, Wesley Snipes? Or? Wesley Snipes and Robert Downey Jr. did a movie together where Robert Downey Jr. is and Natasha Kinski... Uh, uh, Wesley Snipes and Natasha Kinski have an affair, and Robert Downey Jr. is his best friend who is dying of AIDS, and it's a fantastic. It's it's so a rom com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but there's there's monkeys from space in it too, so you know to keep it grounded. Um, it's a great film that no like hardly. And I want to say it came out like ninety six, ninety seven. But it's I was With like all of Robert Downey Jr.'s movies. Oh, that's that New no Jack City, right? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it. Yeah, it was him and Ice T were partners, and they're selling drugs on the street, but. Um, that's driving me nuts. Uh, it's not jungle fever. Uh, no, hard. No, uh, uh, like everything is just, I think Natasha Kinski is going to be the easiest way to find it. Um, hang on to talk, talk amongst yourselves. Uh, Liberty stands still. No, no, that's, uh, at any rate, Tom Hanks needs to stop. We're tired of it. The three of us anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Oh, one night stand. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot that Natasha's name, her first name is not spelled the way we spell Natasha at all. It's N-A-S-T-A-S-S-J-A. Well, I mean, because she's she's German. So the reason I think that movie's doing well is people are like, oh, that documentary was out. I don't like documentaries. Right. This is going to be the same thing. So they went and saw it. It's nothing like the documentary. The documentary, I, I, I... that was one of your top ten. Yeah, I don't know why that didn't get nominated. I it was I feel that that was completely robbed, and I it angers me that this movie was even made. The biggest thing, and I've talked about it on the episode before, it's not even a. I will give respect to the fact that they put him in the best supporting actor role because it's a supporting role. Yeah. He's in forty yeah. percent of the film. It's not a Fred Rogers. He's movie. never been. He's this is his first nomination as a supporting actor. I would, I would think. Sounds right. Yeah. yeah, because usually he's the he's yeah, the lead. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's he's the first name in the credits because he's a movie star. Right. But yeah. and nobody gives a crap about the dude. Oh, if he wasn't in this, this movie would make twelve dollars because yeah. nobody would care. Mm-hmm. I don't think it did that well. Anyways, hopefully, but, it's. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I just feel like it did Fred Rogers' legacy like a disservice, and it's weird because his wife is in it, and a bunch of the people from Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Like the actors who were on the show originally have yeah. cameos in it, and I'm just like, uh, "What are you doing?" But again, you don't know what the entirety of a film is. You know, you show up for one day. Right. Uh, uh, so uh, my pick for supporting actor, I think it's going to be Joe Pesci. I would say maybe you know what? I'll just go with Joe Pesci for both because, like, as much as I like Brad Pitt, I've seen him do better stuff, and I think Joe Pesci was better than that. And like, I will admit, he 
gave a great performance in that. Uh, I I don't know how Pacino got nominated because I, I don't understand that. It was just a tough, because it's the same thing. It's it's he's Al Pacino. He did something. We've got to nominate. Right, him. and he hasn't Which done is, anything. In and a while. he's being yeah. Al Pacino in it. He's yeah. not being Jimmy Hoffa at all. Right. Um, Danny DeVito directed did, Jack Nicholson as Jimmy Hoffa twenty years ago and did a great job. It's it's a it's so, a complete performance. Yeah. yeah. When in '91 or whatever, whenever Al Pacino did Big Boy Caprice in, in Dick Tracy, my favorite Al Pacino. <laughs> 1990. 1990. Yep. Everything changed for him after that. Everything he did was bigger than life. Big Boy Caprice. Kind of heat was was. Is a little low key. It was a little more low key. And but he's like, playing a detective. Yeah. Who's a cocaine addict the right. whole time and in an impossible situation. What was the football one? Was it Friday Night? Uh, no, uh, no, uh, any given Sunday. Any given yeah, Sunday, yeah, that wasn't bad. Yeah, he was a little low key. At, yeah, low key in that. But yeah, he was a, he was a, a sympathetic character in that. Yep. But this just—it's laughable how how much he's just Al Pacino in this, mm-hmm. um, with a horrible, horrible haircut. <laughs> I've only there's only been two performances by Brad Pitt that I've thought well. That's not true because he was really good in Snatch. But there's only been a couple where I've been like, "Wow, he really got it." One of them was Moneyball, which I think is my favorite Brad Pitt performance. And this, I really, really liked him in Hollywood. I think Joe Pesci's going to win. Yeah. Brad Pitt was really, really good in Hollywood. Really good. I'm trying to think about my favorite Brad Pitt performances. I mean, one of my favorites is tr- uh, True Romance. True but Romance. It's like a it, yeah. It's like a two note performance, but. Yeah. <laughs> Was that Floyd? Um, Twelve Monkeys. He was. He was great. In. He was so nominated that was for that. When, that was back when he was an actor versus a movie star. Yeah, right? I really liked him in Seven. Yeah, he was. Yeah. It, that's a. That's. It was that's really everything overlooked fight club. role for him. Yeah. yeah. Once he did Fight Club, he became a movie star. Yeah. And it ruined him. Yeah, he hasn't really done much. I yeah. did like. Uh, I, you probably you don't listen to many podcasts, do you? No. I think you would really enjoy the Mark Maron conversation with him and Leonardo DiCaprio because they are very loose in that because they're both like they acknowledge that they're movie stars and they're like we don't really we don't take this seriously because yeah. we don't have to and they're at one point they're talking about you know the paparazzi because Leonardo DiCaprio is pretty good at avoiding him and and Brad Pitt is not and Mark Mark Maron's like why do you think that is and Brad Pitt's like are you serious he's like yeah I'm just curious what's your insight he's like because of the train wreck that is my personal life. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, my my professional career is great. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing in my life. Look at my history. And I was just like, that actually like endeared him to yeah. me even more. Yeah. Because like, and you know, he does a lot of like charitable causes and stuff like that. But he's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, man. Right. But he true. also, I mean, working with like... The, the, the Portsmouth Theater community, yeah. any of them make it big like Brad Pitt, they're going to say the same thing. I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. Actors are actors. Right. None of us know what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. We're trying so hard to hide him. So what's but your pick? My picks. I think Brad Pitt's going to win it. I think it's going to be... That would be great if he did. Yeah. I think it's one of those honorary kind of things. Like, When's the last time he won? Uh, has he ever won? I don't think he's ever won. <laughs> I can't think of a performance that he would have won for. No. That's the other thing. Is yeah. I don't know if he's going to give a better performance than he gave in this. 
going forward. He was really William good. William Bradley Pitt. Let's see. Uh, he was really good in Ad Astra this year, too. But that's like... I didn't see that. He is an Oscar winner as a producer. Yeah. Because uh, he's produced a bunch of stuff. Oh, he, he his, his name comes up probably out of... In a month, there's probably at least two to three movies that he's mm-hmm. produced. He like produces. Hustles. He makes money. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he puts his name on something, and people are going to start throwing money at it. Yeah. He, uh, let's see, so he was nominated, so he's been nominated for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Curious Case, Benjamin Button, Moneyball. That was it. That was and, it. And, and 12 won. Monkeys for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. Yeah, so he hasn't won anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is. I don't. I really don't think he's going to get another chance. Something else I'm thinking about is Joe. Pa- I mean, Joe Pesci's retired. This is their last chance to honor him. Yeah, he won thirty years ago, but this is their last chance to honor him. I'm I'm, du- I'm doubling down. It's Joe Pesci. <laughs> but the thing is, is like besides his work with outside of cousin, cousin Vinny and Martin Scorsese, what else did he do? I mean, he just dropped an album two weeks ago too. <laughs> it's the, as it, as Vincent Gambini again. Oh, really. Is that the second or third? Oh, you're for real? Third, yeah. Because I knew he did one way back. Yeah, no, it's it's new one because basically his his like managers were like, look. You're in the spotlight. You're in the spotlight. Yeah. You've Cat been wanting to do this for a while. Go ahead and yeah, put it out. Time, yeah, that's yeah. Um, All right, so actress in a leading role. Nominees are Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story, Sergeant Ronan, Little Women, Charlize Theron, Bombshell, Renee Zellweger, Judy. Uh, have you seen? I haven't seen Harriet. Did you see Judy? I haven't. You saw Bombshell. Right? I did, and I, you got to explain to me why she gets a nomination for that. I don't not think for I, Tully and not for well, Fury Road. I mean, Fury Road obviously sci-fi, so they're going to stay away from that. But. Right, and Tully, I think because Tully did not do it wasn't in theaters long enough. But that was it was also were, too early. Yeah, it was. They were yeah. both. Phenomenal performances. Both of them are way better than this. I mean, even uh, young adult, she was better in that. Yeah, than the, yeah. She's fine in this, and I talked about it when I did my review, but it's what weirds me out. <laughs> the eyes? No, not that. No, not, not, it's not even her performance. So when she was in uh, Tully, yeah. Mark Duplass played her brother. In you this film, he plays her husband. Yeah. Why would you do that? That's creepy. <laughs> there was something else recently that that was the case too and it was it who was her husband in was. Tully uh, Ron Livingston yeah. oh okay yeah which mean, him, and, him and Mark yeah. Duplass are interchangeable as yeah. far as roles that they play they're usually like I mean and I like both of them yeah and actually Ron oh, Livingston I know what it was it was I watched The Prestige yesterday yeah and it was seeing Michael Caine and Christian Bale talk to each other as not as not bad. Yeah. It was <laughs> you can't do that. I mean, I know Christopher Nolan loves Michael Caine, but didn't that because he's like eighty five? Yeah, he's in Tenet too. It was after Batman Begins. Really? Yeah, yeah. He did it. He basically he did Batman, then another movie, then Batman, then Inception, then uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, he did a movie between each of them. Yeah, yeah. Where was pers- was. The so Batman Begins was 2005, oh. and The Prestige was 2006, I oh. think. But directors do that. They really... Yeah, but still, it's weird watching them talk to each other and have it not be... Right, yeah. 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 And, and it, back then, after just watching Batman Begins, it wouldn't have been a big deal, but, you know... Having, yeah, later, yeah. 13 yeah. years later, yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah. Um, 
At any rate. So the big thing for this category is Lapita not being in it. Like, right. I don't, yeah. I don't get that at all. I... Like, she should have replaced Harriet in this. I think they were like, it's a horror movie. We already gave you an award for the other one. We're not going to... They're like, we're not... <laughs> we need to nip this, this in the bud. This. Yeah, they're like, in a serious horror movie from a black director, no thank you. We gave you... We gave you an award before to make you stop, and you keep doing it. So, like, and that sounds really shitty, but uh, uh, unfortunately, you know, tacking on to the movie we're going to talk about later, there's a history of racism in this in, <laughs> yeah. in this because country. It, it, like, that's a completely forgettable mm-hmm. movie. That's what I'm right. Yeah, it's. I remember bits and pieces, and it was it was entertaining while I was in it, yeah. but it's like that shouldn't have been nominated at all whatsoever. I I would. I've talked about my thoughts about Scarlett Johansson. I I thought it was a great performance. I just think she's stronger in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see Saoirse Ronan win, but I don't think she's going to beat Renee Zellweger. I don't think... I, I want Scarlett to win in this, but I think Renee's going to go yeah, go with it. It's just... Renee's they really the, love giving her awards. Renee yeah. Zellweger, they love it. She, she's really good in that. She's good in, in yeah. everything. She's just... I don't know. I find her a little annoying. She's got them butthole lips. <laughs> she's whenever she's like just not moving her face, it looks like there's a turd about to part out of her mouth. Just looks like a sphincter. <laughs> so we're all going with her on that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I would like to. I mean, I'd love to see Scarlett Johansson win. I, I would love to see her be the first actor to ever win Best Actor and Best Actress. You know, win yeah. two acting awards in two different categories in the same year because it's never happened. I think I think that's the other thing is she's going to split the votes between both of them. So they're like, oh no, she's in the other category. Right. So yeah. I won't vote for her here. And I when when stuff like that happens, the awards, a lot of times they cancel each other. Yeah, out. they cancel each other out. Yeah. So yeah. it's same thing when two people from the same that film. Might happen, yeah. yeah, it might happen in the Irishman with with both of those guys. That's what I'm thinking. Guys. Yeah. yeah. All right, so actress in a supporting role, Kathy Bates in Richard Jewell, Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh, I still don't know how to Pugh. say her last name, Pugh, Little Women, and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Um, again, Mar- Margot Robbie, I like her just fine. It's not a great performance. I None, none of the... None of the performances no, in that movie. I mean, the best great. performance in it was John Lithgow, and, and but it wasn't even an Oscar-nominated performance. It was most makeup doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. No and pun he's, intended. He's definitely the, had better uh, stuff. So let's think about the psychi- psychology behind this stuff. I mean, looking at the other <clears throat> candidates, they she was fantastic in Itania. She's really building a career. Mm-hmm. Um and with the whole Me Too thing, I mean, this this could be the kind of thing where they want to throw an award at that. But wasn't she? Didn't you say that she was? She's a not a real character. Per- she's not a real person. Yeah. The other she's two an amalgamation. Yeah, the other two punch. are real people. She is not. Okay, yeah. So that would rule that out then. Mm. Um, I don't think she's gonna. I, I don't think. And, and I think. I mean, I think Florence. She was good in that. I think she was better in Midsummer. Um, I think she was, but I really think that she's the best thing in Little Woman. I think her performance for me is the best out of all of them. She just has more range. Than and I think they'll want to give Little Women some love too. So most likely it's going to be her. See, I think Scarlett Johansson's going to win. I know because she'll split the vote. I think she's going to split the vote. From what I read, mm-hmm. it's going to. A lot of people are leaning towards Laura Dern for that one, which I don't. 
And then he could get their diversity thing in then too, because she's a giraffe. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I. I didn't hate her performance. I just, I. It's more the movie that bothers me, but um, I'm going to go with um, the Little Women girl, Florence, Florence Pugh. All right. I and I don't. This is another one. I don't understand why Kathy Bates is in here. She has one really good, one decent scene. In she that plays movie. the mom, right? Yeah. One decent scene, and then like everything else. Can you that. think of somebody else through the movies that you saw where you thought, "Huh, I'd rather have this person get nominated for that." Because like we were all saying with Lupita Nyong'o with lead actress, yeah. You know, is there anybody that you think? I always have a hard time like doing the supporting stuff because yeah. it's not something I really think about. Right. Yeah, I just know her performance in there is not very. I good. remember watching Jojo Rabbit and thinking, I hope Scarlett Johansson gets an Oscar nomination. Like while I was watching it. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really. I Billy Lord. Yeah. I mean, I know they wouldn't have given yeah. her, but she was she great. Was good. Great. Yeah. I mean, just looking at everything, I can't think of another one. Yeah. Because there's really no female... I mean, there's no way that they would nominate. I mean, that would be... If they not nominated Natalie... Um, not Natalie. Uh, what's her name? From the Irishman. Uh, Anna Paquin. Yeah. If they did that, that would have been just like a slap in the face. Because mm, she yeah. literally has five lines. Yeah. Yeah. For me... Billy Lord would have been great. Now I'm disappointed. Yeah. But I'm disappointed that Booksmart didn't get any love. Yeah, no, no, no. It's one of those things where it wasn't it made no money. It wasn't out long enough. But it I mean, made, if you think about if you it think, got re-released, yeah. I mean, it, it said okay. If you think about but, Bridesmaids when Melissa McCarthy got the Oscar for that, yeah. Billy Lord was the same thing. Yeah, I mean, more or less. I mean, Booksmart was a thousand times better than Bridesmaids was, but mm. as a film, but it's it made that kind of an impact. I hope she. I hope she sets out to do more smart comedy stuff. I didn't realize that uh, Beanie Feldstein was nominated for a Golden Globe. She was, yeah. yeah, but she, she she's and the, the film was she's oh, Joan Ailes' right. sister. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it made tw- it, it cost six million. And it made twenty four point eight million, which you know it, it it quadrupled its budget. But as far as like big budget right. Hollywood goes, it made hardly anything. Right. So, what was your pick? Uh, for supporting role, I, I'm, I'm going, I'm going with Scarlett Johansson. I'm sure I'm going to be wrong, but that's, that's who I, I would want. That's who I want. Yeah, that's, that's who I'm going with. That's who should win. But yeah. I just want when when uh, when it all is said and done, and when she listens back to this, she'll be like, ah, that's yep, and she'll be like, <laughs> she'll be like, hey, give me a call. Thanks for thanks for sticking by me. Speaking of, she was uh, she was good with prestige. I forgot she was in that. And I mean, it's it, we we already know she likes you know somewhat funny guys from New England. So because she's she's marrying what's his name? Yeah, dude from Saturday Night Live, Colin Jost. Colin Jost. Really? Yeah. 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 When she hosted, it was it was quite obvious they are. Really well, that was the first time that they had like publicly acknowledged yeah. it. Well, yeah. I mean, they announced before then, but mm-hmm. like, yeah. That's one of those things like Olivia Wilde and that guy that's on Jason, Jason Sudeikis. Like, I don't get that. Yeah. I don't get either. It's funny guys. Yeah. They like funny guys. Yeah. Uh, he was funny in Booksmart. I, as soon as the camera goes on him, I'm like, you shouldn't be famous. <laughs> but he was he was adequate. He, he didn't take anything away from it. Oh, as the, the Uber driver? The, yeah. And the principal. The yeah, principal. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I've seen him in a couple... I, I've... 
he's likable, and they're like, ah, I guess Jason Bateman's busy. Let's call <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was... He, he was in both horrible bosses, and he was... He's so, fine. He's he didn't fine. take anything away from it, but that's the thing. That's, that's what he's it is. He's fine. fine. He's like, what kind of bread do I want at Subway? Wait, I guess. You're not there for the bread. bread. You're there yeah. for the, what's inside of it, yeah, but sure. you need the bread to but deliver it to your mouth. Yeah. I yeah. forget the name of it, but do you remember, did you ever see the monster movie him and... Um, uh, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, Anne Hathaway did. Yeah. Uh, it, it, he's actually really good. It's a, it, uh, it, it came out, I want to say, in 2018. Couple, yeah, it was a um, It's funny because I loved it up to the she point where it did, had it. Sad. I love it. It switched and then I hated it, but yeah. it was. But it's a very different role for him. Yeah, he's. that's probably one of his better performances mm-hmm. because you don't really see. Yeah. He starts one way, and the whole movie takes a turn. Right at one point, and you're like, "Oh, this was better before." <laughs> but yeah, uh, what happened to Anne Hathaway? By the way, she does little stuff now, and yeah. she, um, well, she has she, kids. She did yeah. that. What was the movie? With the Hustle. No, with the video game one, with Serenity. Yeah, which speaking of movies that have the name of, I'm just like that was also a sci-fi franchise movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. tech. I mean, maybe they wanted to fool people. Maybe, but uh, she was by far the best part of Ocean's Eight. And then she, she didn't she just do that one with um, Rebel Wilson? Yeah, the Hustle, the Hustle, which is Dirty nice. Rotten, Dirty Rotten Scandals for Girls. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was originally called Dirty Rotten Women or something mm, like because it's a, it's a, it's. It's a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Right. Yeah. Um, and it just made me shot. rewatch Dirty Rotten yeah. Scoundrels. Apropos of nothing, because I didn't realize this till because we talked about it on the last time, I didn't know that the new Les Miserables is not an adaptation of the Victor Hugo thing. It's a completely original thing. So I was like, why are you taking the name of like a well-established thing? Like, it has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Huh. Uh, it's about the 2006 riots in, in France, but I, I, assume, I like, and I knew that. But I thought that they were like updating it and like kind of incorporate. It's not. That's like, oh yeah, we have this new movie about where like we're 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 on a journey. We need to get to this place in space, and it's but it's all about the journey. We're calling it uh, a Star Trek. Um, <laughs> sound interesting? Like I, I think there's something else with that name already. Are you not yeah. going to want to see I mean, it, there's huh? fights along the way, so we've considered calling it like Star Wars as well. <laughs> Star War Trek. Yeah. <laughs> Colossal, yeah, was the other one. Okay, yeah. Um, so we just we have we're on to director now, director and best picture. Yeah, just like I, a, saw, I saw none of the animated films. Yeah, I I I I, unf- I actually saw, you saw one. You saw two. I saw two of them, um, but I don't have an opinion. I, 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 I Toy Story is going to win this. I'm sure, think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, was it? Was it? Good. Oh, you didn't see Toy Story Four? Yeah. Nobody told me to. Nobody said, "Hey, this is really great." I figured it was like The Incredibles. Like, so if you if you saw Toy Story Three, you can stop there. Toy Story Four is fun. It has Keanu Reeves, and it's yeah. It doesn't really add to the story. It has a good buy for um, for uh, Woody, but yeah. the per- uh, story Toy Story Three is perfect. I mean, yes. that that is probably the best one. This. This seems like it was a money grab, truthfully. Um, yeah. I mean, if you like the other ones, you'll like this. It's almost like a short of it. You can think of it like that. It's, it's just... It's... Somebody goes missing and they've got to find them. 
or or gets over. That's kind of why they need to stop making Jason Bourne movies too, because <laughs> it's just the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Anyways, the best one in here, I think, is uh, "I Lost My Body." It's one of the more interesting ones. It's a. Uh, I've never heard. Of it. It's a French one. It's on Netflix. It's basically about a disembodied hand. It's it's really hmm. good. The animation itself isn't great. I think the best animation looking thing in here was actually Klaus because it, one of the things with a lot of animation they all look the same mm-hmm. um, Pixar has its own look um, DreamWorks which does How Your Own Dragon has its own look because it's basically the software that they use mm-hmm. yeah. they all have the same look to them and Klaus and um, I Lost My Body have completely different looks which is what I like which is weird because Klaus looks a lot like uh, Spies in Disguise, which was a horrible Will Smith movie from last year. Like the body. I was going to ask you if you had seen it. He had a couple of horrible movies last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, too bad. The body types are really similar, but Klaus it actually works in the yeah. story. Yeah. It's funny because when I saw Bad Boys for Life, uh, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Lisa wasn't Gemini, man." <laughs> but it kind of was. A little, a little bit, yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, when I was watching it, and there's one scene that you're like, I'm like, they're gonna do this. I was like, all right. And then somebody behind me was like, I was like, yeah, they're definitely gonna yeah. do this. It was just weird because they totally cha- like they tried to like make Mike Lowry like this dark character. All of a sudden, I was like, give me a break. Yeah, but one of the best lines though is uh, Martin when he's like. That's why he dressed like a drug dealer. Right. Yeah. 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 He is, he's pretty funny in this. He, 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 as much as like people were happy that Joe Pesci was back in the Irishman, I was like, I'm just glad that Martin Lawrence is alive yeah. and is still funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was like, when he turns to the guy and he's like, would you fuck a witch without a condom? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You raw dog, that's psycho, <laughs> drug dealer, witch. Yeah. Uh, it's not a great movie, but there were things that I, I mean, I enjoy. I was you like, spoiled the whole thing. For if me you right can now, find a super care. cut of just Martin Lawrence's one-liners, yeah, yeah. that's worth watching. Because it's it's yeah, the way they like the rapport between the two of them is, I mean, it's the same as it is in the other movies. It's just it, they're trying to make like a cross between like Beverly Hills Cop and Lethal Weapon, yeah. and. With a lot of explosions. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, even though Michael Bay didn't direct it, it looks like a Michael Bay film, because the last 40 minutes of the movie, I was like, okay, here we are. <laughs> it looked gorgeous in parts, but it's just like, oh my god, right. is this over? Yeah. Is this over? Yeah, it was, I was like, why is this over two hours long? Let's. I, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. And, of course, they set it up for another one, which I hope they don't do, but I'm sure if this makes money, they will. This thing is going to make money, unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. and they will it already make another made money, one. Didn't it already had a really good opening weekend. Yeah, well, 19, 1917 was last week that kicked out Star Wars, and then I bet I bet this is going to kick out uh, 1917 this mm-hmm. week. Star Wars just barely hit a billion. Mm-hmm. Which is a weird sentence to say when you think about it, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because when I when I but I, they have a really short window that they do it in, right, right. Sure. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it was eighteen days after it opened, it hit a billion dollars. Like it took Joker three and a half months, and granted, Joker didn't cost what Star Wars did to make. Right. So like, Joker's right. a bigger profit margin. But uh, the other two got to it quicker, didn't they? Hit the billion quicker. Mar- uh, Endgame and 
Or are yeah. you talking about the Force Awakens Force and Last Jedi? Jedi. Yeah, because yeah, Last Jedi ended with 1.3 billion, and Force Awakens hit 2 billion. But Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to leave this in theaters and see if it'll best Last Jedi or at least hit that. It still has, it's still on like two or three screens at every place. Mm-hmm. But I have no interest in rewatching it. How many times have you seen it? Twice. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Just once for you? I've seen it once, but as soon as it comes out on, on Blu-ray, I'll grab it and watch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just too hard to make it to the movie theater. So director, it, I mean, first of all, both uh, Greta Gerwig and uh, um, Noah Bombosh, I got <laughs> Bombach, whatever. Uh, uh, I think they got, I, I mean, because both of them have actors in multiple categories from their films yeah. nominated. I was like, oh, did they just do it on their own? They didn't have a director help them? All right. Um, they both got snubbed for that. Um, I don't think Tarantino is going to win. Oh, yeah, so the, the nominations, The Irishman and Joker in 1917, Once Upon a Time. <coughs> in Hollywood. And Parasite are the nominees. Um I just the last time Sam did this one. Was it um, American Beauty? No, I think he's won since then. Uh, did he? American Beauty was a long time ago. That was his first film. Yeah. I feel like he's won since then. I think he's been nominated, but his he doesn't have a lot of stuff that he does. Because I was Is one he of nominated for Skyfall. I don't think so. No. Let's see, accolades. Uh, American Beauty, Road to Perdition 1-1, one, one. Uh, Skyfall 1-2, Inspector 1-1, one, one. but I'm sure those are technical awards. Let's see. I hate how... I feel like he only, he only won for director. For uh, American Beauty? Yep. He's won, he won the Golden Globe... Golden Globe. Has he been nominated? He's only been nominated for American Beauty? Yeah, so for... Um, for Oscar, I mean. Yeah, for director, he's, it's only been uh, this one in American Beauty. <sighs> I feel I feel like this one's going to Scorsese. I, I really hope it doesn't. Because it, it's not his best movie. No, it's not his best movie, and even more... I think if he does win, he'll be like, see, I was right. I make real cinema. All you other people don't. And, and I, it's on yeah, Netflix. Everybody thinks that. <laughs> right. Because so many like I was saying about going back to the nostalgia thing, everyone's like, uh, yeah, he's an excellent filmmaker. Like, I, I think it's been a long time since he's made an excellent film. I really do. Let me ask you this. We both went to see Silence together, mm-hmm. which was... An unbelievable film. It was. It was. Tor- it was horrible. Right. It was really sad. But as a film, it was. It was pretty close to perfect. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's because he can make a film. He can make a film. Yeah. This isn't it. This isn't it. No. This. Was, what, this looks was, like a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. Absolutely, it does. You're 100 percent right. I, I'm coming from a position where I think the Irishman deserved no nominations. Right. But. That was what three years ago that he did silence. Silence, yeah. and it was 
nobody should ever watch this movie because it's god awful. Mm -hmm. But it's a fantastic film if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, it hasn't it's, been it's, that long ago since he's he's shown what he can do. Right. It's a perfect one-timer. Yeah. Where you should see yeah. it at least once. I when mean, you're in a super good mood on a bright, <laughs> sunny day, mm. like in the afternoon. Yeah. Because it is... We did see it during the daytime, because when we walked out, and I'm like, thank God it's still light out. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I was like, Jesus. You feel heavy when yeah. you walk yeah. out of that. I saw that at home. Yeah. I don't know how yeah, saw it. Yeah, we saw it at we the, were, uh, we were the Somerville movies. Theater. Yeah, yeah, we were straining for movies. Um, but you figure that the departed when did he do Shutter Island Shutter Island wasn't awful yeah but it wasn't great it either. wasn't great but, but it's it better than the Irishman it's better than yeah. the Irishman so I mean this decade he's done some Venom is better than the Irishman <laughs> yeah. as far as visual effects go and it, you know it's snappy pace it's like 95 minutes I just I think Scorsese's gonna win for this yeah. he, he's my pick I think it's gonna be him I really don't think it's gonna be him I, I think it's I really think this is the one where Parasite might take it mm -hmm. um, because the, it's an ensemble cast. It's a foreign director. They they have nominated foreign films in this category and they've won yeah. before. And with it the seems love, like everyone on the planet has been champion championing the Irishman for whatever reason. Same with the Joker. Yeah, it's I funny because I to see somebody else. Everyone I know who loves. The Irishman, when I've asked them, I'm like, what do you love about it? They're like, it's Scorsese, it's De Niro, it's Pacino, it's Joe Pesci all together doing a, a, a crime movie. Good What's films? not to love? I'm like, give me something specific <laughs> right. you love. They're right. like, just the whole thing. I loved every minute of it. I'm like, you're you, lying. You, can't love you put it on in the thing. background and did, got on with your life. I'm like, yeah. you're not a filmmaker. Like, I'm someone, I'll, I sit through long movies, sure. and that was a chore. It was probably 10 to 12 sittings that I had to watch because I was like, That's crazy. did this need I, to be I, a 15-minute scene? Yeah. It, it was definitely longer, but what's weird is seeing it in the theater felt less... See, I'm less distracted in the theater than anywhere else. Me too. Yeah, and I mean, I refuse to pick up my phone and do anything like that. It's usually out of courtesy for people in mm -hmm. there, but even yeah. if nobody's in there, I won't do it. But in a theater, it seemed less than that three hours, and it was more engaging. I'm the opposite if I go see a movie that I don't care about, particularly like like yeah. Missing Link or something yeah. like that, where I know what I'm in for when I go in. If I'm sitting in the back row and there's nobody to my left or my right, I'm, yep, <laughs> yeah. yep. See, I, I can't. I understand. Yeah. I totally understand. Um, but the, there's, there's sometimes I'm like, this is the only thing keeping me awake. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. I've, I've I, stayed yeah, I don't. I couldn't have sat in that chair watching the Irishman in a, in a movie theater. I had to be in my recliner. Yeah, it was, um, it was brutal. I would love the director of Parasite to take this. I really would. Yeah. But I, I just think it's going to go to somebody's See, that's my prediction. Uh, I'm gonna have to. We're, we're Even talking about the Irishman, yeah, putting you to sleep. I was gonna. I'll go with Parasite as well. I think it's gonna win. I mean, I don't think there's any chance that Todd Phillips is gonna win. I'll be really disappointed if he does. Um, the other one, the nomination is enough. It should be enough. And he's not a great director. No. The other one I saw on this was um, a lot of people are thinking 1917 is gonna. Do this be the upset, yeah. Because yeah. that, that's why I'd be okay with that is. too. Yeah, yeah. Because that is one of the one of the things about it is the the amount of work he had to put into it right. to yeah. like get it the way it is. Yeah, I know. We everybody says it's like the one take movie, and it's like 
You're like, it's not one take. It's, you know. I stopped counting within, like, the first five minutes. Because I was like, there's where they cut it, yeah. and that's where they cut it. Yeah. And some of them are obvious. Some of them are clever. Yeah. I The one thing, and this isn't a spoiler, but when the, he gets knocked out, I'm like, well, that's a cheat. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. But the... <laughs> But I was thinking about that because at the beginning of the movie, they within the first five. Well, minutes, they're like, "We got it. We got to get there before sundown." And then he's like, "We've got to get to the front line before sunup." I'm like, "Time frame wise, how is that going to happen?" Because I've seen yeah. stuff in darkness. I was like, "How are they going to do that?" And they're like, "Ah, okay, yeah. they cheated." And then the other thing too is, at one point, he's like, "How long is it going to take you to get there?" He's like, "Oh, four to six hours." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "This movie is in four to six hours. So yeah. how the hell are they going to do yeah. this?" Yeah. Um, I do, when that comes out on home video, I want to see how the plane crash was done, because I'm pretty sure it was that, mostly digital, yeah. but, but that was well done. Yeah. Yeah. I would, if, I would recommend seeing this in the theater. Yeah. 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 That was to play last night, but this was... Yeah, because I'd say, like, 80% of what makes it excellent is... The cinematography. The cinematography, yeah. and the fact that it is, it just, you're, because the, it, it's done as one continuous shot... But it moves around the characters, so right. you're like you feel like you're there with them, and just having the whole like thing. Like Yeah, similar. It's, it's yeah. the same thing. Less Edward Norton erections, though. <laughs> I have to go pee. Talk about something that I'm not interested in. Okay. Um, <coughs> Bob, where's your bathroom? Uh, if you go straight through the door right there, it's uh, right there. It's the closed door. Is that is that a box yeah. set of the Postal Service? Is that the is that the like the anniversary edition with all the release? Yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, it's so weird that there was like because it's they only did one album. Um, yeah, I mean they did an EP afterwards, which I think all that stuff is on there too. It's it's even got stuff like it's got like the Iron and Wine cover of Such Great Heights on there, which it's weird that it that's a weird. It's a cover that was released before the original version was released. Really? Yeah, I didn't realize because that. Um, sub because it also. Iron and Wine was on Sub Pop, then yeah. they're on it again, but they had a major label thing. I shouldn't keep saying they, it's a he, it's, you know, uh, Sam, 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 uh, why, I can't, Sam Beam. Um, but they were doing the, Sub Pop had just relaunched their singles series, and they had approached Sam, Iron and Wine, to, to do a song, and they were like, um, they were trying to get artists to cover each other's songs, and they're like, oh, you should do this song. And he's like, I, I've never heard it. And they're like, well, it's not out yet, but check it out. How can you cover something that's not out yet? It, it's so <laughs> weird. So he record, like he had heard the finished recording, yeah. but they were still working on the record, so he released it, and it came out as a sub-pop single. And then they ended up, um, what's his name? The kid with the big nose from Scrubs. Uh, um yeah, he put it in. He put it. Or... He put it in uh, Garden State uh, uh, on the soundtrack, but that was not the first release of that song. But yeah, so it was. Uh, it, it ended up. It ended up being like a hit for two different artists. Yeah, I remember. I think it was. Um, I. It was playing over the uh, over the loudspeakers. The mm-hmm. whole out al- they played the whole album over the loudspeakers. It was either Liz Fair or um, they might be Giants down in Boston, the mm-hmm. club across from Fenway. They were playing the whole thing. I'm like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was pretty amazing. And after that was before cell phones, right? Well, before I had a cell phone, that right? Listen to it and figure it out. So it took me months to find out what it was i'm i'm convinced we're gonna i i'm determined to have this be shorter than the year-end one and so we got like 
38 minutes to wrap this up and it's do Song of the South. Oh. Yeah. We should save Song of the South so I can watch it. Yeah, I okay. think we should. That's fair. Yeah, that's right. fair. All right, so we did directing, so that's done. So then we have just best I picture. I 1917 for cinematography. Uh, I don't remember. Well, well, one, I don't have to remember. We've got a little keeper here. The first one, two thirds of the way down. Over there somewhere. Yeah, we all picked it. Okay, good. Okay. Yep. Sorry. That's good because that'll let me finish listening to that season of the podcast of Son of the South too, and then we can uh, talk can be even it. more informed. I was planning on mentioning that podcast anyways, but so it's just a it's a sneak peek. Yeah, it was a <laughs> teaser. We're going to talk more about my favorite racist Disney movie. <laughs> Putting this right in my special up here pocket. You gonna zip it? Gonna get lost. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and immediately find that other one too. Right. Okay. So where are we? Uh, best picture. Best picture. Yeah. So the nominees: Ford v Ferrari. It always bothers me too when it's just it's v. v, not versus. Um, uh, the Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time. Dot dot dot. In Hollywood, and Parasite. Um, so right away you can like. There's two I haven't seen. I haven't seen Ford v Ferrari or Parasite. I'm seeing both of them this week. Yeah. I have no interest in seeing Ford versus Ferrari. I'm. Uh, I've heard from enough people that it's good enough. I'm sure it's gonna be fine. I just I don't have any desire to see it. Anymore? It is because Regal is they do a thing where that you can they re-release all of the all the yeah. movies. Um, and I haven't seen Parasite yet. Uh, having said that, I don't think Ford v Ferrari has a, stands a chance. I don't think so either. I, I really don't think Parasite does either, just because it's a foreign film. Right. right? I mean, I I wish they would, but uh, out of everything on there, I think that's the the best one this year. I don't think Jojo Rabbit has has the chance of winning. I'm um, just happy it got the nomination. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it deserves it. Yeah. More than four of the movies in here. Mm-hmm. Um. Irishman certainly doesn't de- deserve it, but I, I unfortunately think there's a possibility it could win. I don't think it's strong, but um, Little Women I don't think is going to win either. I, I, I like the nomination. Um, I really hope Joker doesn't win. Yeah, I really hope Joker doesn't I win. I think it's going to come down to the Irishman or Joker. Yeah, and I'd be bummed if either of them win. Right. I'll be happy if Marriage Story 1917 or Once Upon a Time Dead Hollywood uh, win j- just because they'll beat either of those films. Yeah. Usually these are more cinematic ones that win this. Mm-hmm. And I can't envision a universe where they ever give Tarantino a Best Picture award. I just can never see that mm-hmm. ever happening. It could. It could, but it hasn't happened yet. I don't think it's going to be might this one. do it with the 10th one, like depending on what it is, just as like, thank you for your service. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now here's your gold watch. Yeah. Yeah. But they do that. I mean, he has Oscars, but they're all in writing, writing, writing and yeah. producing. I mean, I would love to see. This one is his best chance as, as any of his films. Out of everything. Yeah. Out of everything. I mean, it's, I think of, if you look at his body of work now, if any of his films should have won best picture, it should have been Pulp Fiction. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Was that even? That it was, was nominated. It was nominated. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. I think Forrest Gump beat it. Yeah, yeah it was something. Just funny because Forrest Gump is not a great movie. <laughs> no, and it does not hold up. I think, yeah. I think Forrest Gump was the year before. That's fine. Maybe not. I think they're both 2014. It was 1994. 
It was something like ridiculous that it won for. Yeah. Uh, pa, pa, pa. The film yeah. differs substantially from the novel. No shit. I don't know if you've ever read Forrest Gump. It's a very different oh, okay. thing. Um, well, you're looking that up. Yeah. Forrest Gump, back in the day, had some cutesy scenes in it, but it, it's, I haven't watched it in years. I can't imagine it holds up. And that's It's got to be two plus hours, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't see. I love seeing the memes nowadays saying Jenny is a horrible person. <laughs> I love seeing those. I mean... I mean, I guess I can't really argue because I was just like, oh, I really like Jenny. But it says a lot about, you know, the people I've dated. <laughs> so for, for everything that I was kind of going through, and because it's still in the theaters and I think it's fresh in the mind, a lot of a lot of places are kind of steering towards 1917. Really? Yeah, I don't... It's a tough one. I, I'm going to say it, it's probably going to win, but I think Parasite should win. And even once upon a time should win over that one. Yeah. Um, I think it. I think it sends a bad message if either the Irishman or the Joker or Joker wins, because they're just such downer movies. And they try to. I mean. But they did. They didn't. They award Crash. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched Crash again last night. I hadn't seen that forever. It's one of those movies that everyone, like, retrospectively is like, it's actually an awful film. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. It holds yeah. up really, really yeah. well. No, I don't talking. know. I never saw Brokeback Mountain, so I don't know if it deserved to beat it out, but it, there's stuff in that that still holds up 15 years later. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm going to go with 1917, too. Of this category, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was my favorite, you know, would be my pick for Best Picture. But um, I just I can't see Joker or the Irishman winning. I will. I, I'm going to do 1917 as well. And it's weird because I saw 1917 after we did our top ten list. But I did tell people because I saw it only a few weeks ago. What is your list? I said, yeah. I I honestly believe 1917 was the best 2019 film that I saw. Hmm. Um, whether or not I liked really? it the best, yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was excellent. Um, Mostly from a technical standpoint, yeah. um, although like you said, there isn't much story to it. There isn't much uh, story to it, but again, that's not you know like we talked about like our differences and what we like in film. That's not always of paramount importance to me, right? Per se, and I even thought the 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 lead kid, uh, I thought it was a great performance yeah. by him. Um, What's funny is I don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, so. oh, yeah he's in that, right? Not no, the, the other one. The other one is so. After the movie, I was like, "Oh, I knew the other guy was going to die because I've never seen him." In Spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And then Mary's like, "The other guy's in Game of Thrones." I'm like, "Oh." And apparently, somebody else later in the movie is too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm I mean, Doctor Strange is at the end of the movie. Yeah, but him and um, well, Moriarty and Sherlock are both in it, just on at opposite ends. Who? Who was Moriarty in it? I'm trying to remember when he was in it. It's the very beginning. Which one was it? vanished. He was in... He does TV now, mostly. Does he? Yeah. He's the guy that has the cigarette. Oh, yep. Okay. And you he's, know that because you read a great. lot. You know that lighter caused him lots of issues. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just didn't recognize him enough outside of the context of Sherlock. Yeah, he plays probably the best Moriarty there's ever. No, he's been. great in that, but yeah. I think that's the only thing of note that I've seen him in. That's why it didn't like stand. And I didn't see the 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 final season of Sherlock. Uh, uh, I don't. It's not good. 
He's not in the final season, is no. he? No. Yeah. I mean, he, he comes up in video blips, but once yeah. he's dead, he's dead. I also started watching Sherlock around the same time I started watching Luther, and I, it's, I started... Yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing with Sherlock is they're, to me, they're movies. They're not yeah. like a TV yeah. show because they're an they, hour and a half long. That's how, like that too, that's right? how yeah. I'm looking at uh, Dracula on Netflix. Have you watched no. that at all? Is that the same? It's so it's th- it's a three episode season, and I think it's just because it, the British do it very different. It's basically once like it's, it's not six. It's usually six episodes in yeah. a season, right? Yeah. But it's there's only three, and they're they're ninety minutes each, yeah. and it's which is what Sherlock was. Yeah, and it's basically like here here you go, here's the thing, and I don't think there's going to be a second season. It's the other thing too is because it's government run, mm-hmm. they can't have commercials, right? So right. it well the way that they do it, so the commercials are. At the top of, like, basically between things, yeah. and it's, like, it's 20 minutes of commercials and, like, ad, like, not not commercials, but, like, ads for, like, uh, government programs and stuff yeah. like that. Can they do product placement? Because I never noticed it being... As big uh, there's as specific do. rules about it, actually. Um, it's different than how it is here, but it's, it's, it's kind like of, like... It's free-for-all here, isn't it? Yeah, here it is. Yeah. 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 So the only time I've noticed it in, in British stuff is cars. Any mm-hmm. other like product product, I've never really noticed it, but they'll have cars and they don't tend to blur out or take the symbols off cars when they show them. Like yeah. here, if it's not sponsored, they actually take mm-hmm. the, the symbol off the car itself. I always think it's weird. Yeah. Like when I see, um, films and like Mallrats is a great example. So, uh, Jason Lee's character, his shirt is blurred out the entire film because they didn't even get clearance for it. And like a lot of people think that was just the design of it, but it's actually, they had to do it. Like it was an expensive digital effect back in 96. And, uh, cause, but he's like, he didn't realize till after the fact, um, that he didn't get clear. It's, it was some like, cause it was something that Jason Lee had. Yeah. And, you know, it, it was like a skateboarding thing, but the people who did it, it was, uh, like they're like, oh, you have Universal's money behind you. Yeah, we want to get paid. And Universal's like, we're not paying for that. <laughs> and they spent <laughs> twice as much as what the guy was asking to, to blur rid- it out than yeah. to give him the money. Which is just like so so weird. Like that that's even a thing. Yep. The you know what the real tipping point with product placement was? Uh, what the movie changed it all? Right. It was E. T. Oh, Reese's Pieces. Right. Well, because yeah. E. T. Spielberg had a wow. I had approached Eminem and they said first, no. and they said, "There's a thing in the story. We want to use your candy. Would you?" And and it wasn't even like we want some money. I mean, they wanted a little bit, but they're like, "We'd like to use that in there." And they're like, "We don't want some weird alien eating our candy." No, and they're like, "Okay, we'll ask this other company." And Reese's Pieces was not a huge like they couldn't have been. A thing. No, yeah. and that was like a huge like turning point for them. Uh, when that happened, and uh, yeah, it just blew Reese. Like that was the only the year that ET came out was the only year that Reese's Pieces outsold M and M's as a candy, and probably that Halloween afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But Reese's Pieces. Are That's better funny than to think that M&Ms. far back, and still at the same time. I mean, he's got Jaws and Raiders under his belt. If Steven Spielberg asked for anything, <laughs> I'm saying yes. Right. Yeah, right. but the corporation is like, this is an alien movie. I don't yeah. want. Yeah. Well, even at that point, because they hadn't, like, it wasn't until hindsight looking at blockbusters, because we were still, because E.T.'s 83? 
82. 82. And so it's, you know, you're you're seven years. years out from Star Wars, um, you know, and, but it was like, you they didn't realize, like, I, I mean, they knew that Jaws was something and then Star Wars was something else, but they didn't realize that this was a trend on, you know, until the mid 80s. Encounters made money too, and Raiders did. Yeah, but they didn't make merchandise money. That's right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But they didn't sell synthesizers for. No. <laughs> no, and it's it sucks. They did make action figures for Raiders of the Lost Ark, which didn't sell. Uh, they're fucking great action figures, especially uh, from that era. Uh, no, I, I don't know where yeah, mine is. That was just, I had some at the time, but because it didn't sell, they're they're so expensive. Because there's been a couple times that I'm like, oh, let's see if I can find something. I'm like, yeah, I'm not paying two hundred dollars for an Indiana Jones figure that doesn't look like Harrison Ford. Uh, the Star Wars universe was just so much more interesting mm-hmm. as far as action figures. Yeah. It's so fun. I went to a place in Rochester uh, yesterday. It's Collectiques. Uh, I'm, I'm friendly with the guy who owns it, but uh, it's all just vintage toys. But and they because Star Wars has so much, every time I go in there and I look through the Star Wars stuff, there's stuff I've never even seen before, really? particularly from the... From the prequels till five years ago, there's this whole area where they just made so many figures. Because they made 117 during the original run of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Um, they Between 1993 and this year, it was like 1,100 Star Wars figures that they've made. Jesus. Like, different figures. So, of the original, the original three, what did you say, there's 117 that they made 117, yep. How many people have those intact collections besides you? I, I mean, I don't. I don't have the full collection. There's some. There's sure you. I I probably, if I were to guess, just ballpark, I probably have fifty of them. Um, oh, wow. I mean, the so the final seventeen were very hard to get because they didn't come out till eighty five, two years after Return of the Jedi, and they were winding stuff down. I mean, there are rarer Star Wars figures, but it was just, it was one of those things that, one of them, Yak Face, was never even released in the United States. He was only released in Brazil. Your uh, head is full of so much knowledge <laughs> yeah, of this stuff. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. So, uh, like, <laughs> a, a an open box, not complete, just the, because they don't, most Star Wars figures only came with a, a weapon. Yeah. But just the Yak Face figure in decent condition goes for about $1,000. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, is that what you're saving up for? No, I. It's I. <laughs> do, do either of you just by me saying that? Do you know what the character Yak Face is? I'm talking about. Isn't the is he's it, he's in one scene in Jabba's palace. He's in the background. It's not the. It looks like um, a microphone face. It's that. Is it that guy? No, I'll uh, I'll show you. Is and his then, name really Yak Face? Then it was. He has like a Star Wars name now because all the characters do, which yeah. which is always annoying to me because. I know them from what they were called on the figures, and yeah. my friends are like, oh, do you mean blah, blah, blah? Like, it was always Walrus Man to me, not Pondo yeah. Baba. Walrus Man was Walrus Man. Yeah. Uh, so this is the Yak Face figure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to see. The thing is. Yeah, this is him in Return of the Jedi. No. It, it's got a, that's on the. When they're outside, getting yeah, he's also the the. I've never seen him in that part of the movie. I've seen him uh, uh, when they pan across him in Jabba's palace. Uh, 
Because there aren't a lot of characters. In yeah. There. yeah. There's the there's the Bonmar Monks, which that's an expensive Star Wars figure as well, which is, from that, it sounds like a monk. It's not. It, I mean, it technically is because of the stupid backstories with everything. <laughs> when C-3PO and R2-D2 come into Jabba's palace, the door raises up, they walk in. As it starts to close and the Gamorrean guards come up to them, there's a weird spider thing yeah, walking. Yeah. So it's got like a fishbowl there. Yeah. Which has got the brain of a monk. They're this order of monks that hang out outside of Jabba's... It's a giant robot spider. But that figure's worth a lot of money, too. And it's just like... They're so... It, like, the last 17, they're not, like, great characters. But they're rare because, like, they were winding down. Like, what else we got from this movie? Somebody's, like, freeze frame it. Here's what I keep thinking about, though. When does the bottom fall out of this? Because it's our generation. When our generation's dead, nobody's collecting Star Wars figures. So you spend thousands and thousands of dollars on this collection that has a... It's a finite lifespan. It's, it's a finite yeah. lifespan. Although, it's not I mean, collecting old books or, you know... Well, you got to think about the same thing with, like, tin toys. Like, who in our generation collects tin toys anymore? Right. But there's still a market out there because somebody sees value in those toys. Yeah. So anything, like, pre-Mego that you don't collect, somebody right. else is still collecting. Right. The I, th- I think the bottom's going to fall out of this. I I'm think sure. somebody's going to spend a ton of money and be stuck with these worthless things. Well, well people wants. are already at that point because all the Star happened. Wars stuff from the 90s and 2000s, you can find, like, because I went to Collectiques two days ago, and or no, it was yesterday, and so it's probably probably an area, like, from the edge of that window to there. So, like, almost the width of this room, so probably 15 feet. Yeah. That's carted figures on pegs, but they're all from that era, and most of them have the original store stickers on it. Most of them are selling for just about what someone paid for them ten years ago, if yeah. not less. Yeah, because um, people like just bought know. them. They're, they're like, "I'm going to put this away, and this is going to pay for my kid's college." And then they're like, "I keep moving this shit, and none of it's d- appreciating in value because right. it's everyone who wants them bought three of them. Yeah, one yeah. to open, yeah, one to store, and then yeah, because yeah. I." I did it for a little while, mm-hmm. and then I was like, no, everybody is doing this this time around. Yeah, I've even started to thin out the collection. If it's, I basically, like, if this is not something I enjoy having, if it's just to have it, because there's a, because people have given me lots of Star Wars stuff. They're like, here's some Star Wars figure. I'm like, oh, thank you very much. Oh, it's 90s. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and If you had the original set. Mm-hmm. The original 117 characters, a complete set. Mm-hmm. Your time to sell was 2015. No, they, they still go for a lot of money. Though. Really? Even like, because I... Who's gonna... So I gave my niece and a friend a bunch of original Star Wars figures recently, stuff that I had doubles of. I didn't realize... So I gave away my... I had two Stormtroopers. Yeah. I thought I had three. So I gave each of them one of the original Stormtroopers. So I don't have an original Stormtrooper now, but I was like... Because that was one of the most common figures, and they made it for each of the movies. Like, yeah. they repressed it. So I was like, I've been trying on eBay for a while, and I was like, I could probably get one for, like, five bucks. The cheapest that I can get them for right now is, like, 15 bucks, which is, like, not a ton of money, obviously, but it's more than I want to spend on something that's yellowed and, you know, been in a smoke smoker's house for 40 years. How, uh, how much were they when they came out? Were they under five? Because yeah. I remember yeah. most of like no, yeah. when they first came up, most of them were seventy nine cents. Um, when they I came out in seventy eight, no. yeah, it was because um, I wouldn't have started collecting until after Empire, though. Yeah, because Empire Strikes Back, because that um, the second wave was the first ones that 
uh, were typically sold above a dollar because they were a dollar forty nine. Uh, and then by Jedi, they were about three dollars. And then, yeah, because yeah. I was really into G.I. Joe, me too. And yeah, those were more expensive. Yeah, yep, yeah. I don't, yeah, I didn't see I don't understand who you're one. selling to now. Like, if you have the collection, who you're selling to now, who's dudes like me who are like, you know, feeling, and that's the thing, I'm not a completist. There's some that I look at, I'm like, I if I found that somewhere, like if it was in a collection, I would take it, but I'm not, there's a lot of the figures I'm not looking for. Right. But you're also not, so so when you say guys like me, you're not looking at it as an investment. No, it's something that I enjoy having. Right. Like, I'm not buying it, like, I'm, like. And that's how it's got to be for now, and it's not like, okay. This is I can hold on to this and it's going to. I don't think it's been investment based for a while. Yeah, yeah. that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, I, I think you'll still be able to find somebody out there, but it's the same thing with records. Like if I was, so that's what I'm saying. If it, if you were investment based, your time to sell was 2015, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, you know, right when Force Awakens comes out and everybody's back into it, and Star Wars is popular again. It's weird though because I think the people who are like come and go with it, like that stuff doesn't matter as much to them. Okay. Um, and it's also harder to sell a full collection than it is. You make more money selling it individually. Yeah. It takes longer, but it, yeah, yeah, it's. And that's honestly that's what I do. I'm like. When I'm looking for vintage stuff, I don't look for the individual figures. I'm like vintage Star Wars lot, and if I can find. 20 figures that someone's asking 80 bucks for i'm yeah. just like I, and i'm like it has to have at least two of something that i'm looking for and i'm like if it's got like a couple stormtroopers or whatnot cool but i'm also at this point i'm like well i have two other people that are younger than me who are building collections so i'm like okay if i gift s- stuff. yeah i could gift some of these there's and there's certain figures that pop up in every lot that right. i'm just like i don't need another Lando Calrissian. I don't need another IG eighty eight. So, all right. So, ballpark this for me. Uh, so, I have nothing. Okay, I'm 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 everyday guy. Right. I have I have no Star Wars stuff, and I want to get all of them from seventy seven to eighty five. Whatever. Okay. That original. Well, even if you collection. if you take the the final seventeen out, because those are each of those is a minimum of like two hundred dollars. Uh, okay. Each of those. So, if you take those out, like the hundred. No, Oh, you want? I want, I want? I want the original 170 characters. Yeah. Okay? How long is this going to take me? Can I do it, first of all? You could do it. Really? Are you talking about... Now, are you talking loose or sealed? Oh. There's no way you no, could get... You, you can absolutely you can. Sealed? You could. I would want to do sealed. So if you want, I, he, I, let me just go on record and say I'm never going to do <laughs> right. This. I mean, I, I just. I mean, I know what I know. What yeah. we do for a living. There's right. no way we could do it either. Right. Um, you, I mean, you could probably do it in a matter of months. It's just the cost. Yeah. Honestly, probably $150,000. But if he was to turn around next year and sell it, could he make that back? If you, if you were trying to sell it quickly? No. Yeah. Cause I would be more aggressive in buying it than people would be. Right. I would think coming after me. Because so there's so many, it, it really depends on how particular you are. Because people with the sealed ones, there's so many variations in the package that people look for. Like they look for the tri logo ones because once all three movies were out, they started re-releasing them with all three films logos, and they're in yeah. three different languages, and those are worth some money because they're rare. It, it's stuff I don't care about. I just like the little shitty plastic representations of the space people. <laughs> Do you yeah. have any that are sealed? No, I yeah. did. 
at my record store in Jerome, there was a guy, um, a friend of mine, um, uh, Michael Gallagher, uh, who used to write for Marvel and Archie Comics, and wrote the entirety of the Alf Marvel series. Um, but uh, is an Alf a Marvel character? No, they licensed it from that to make the because uh, Marvel had Star Comics for a while, which were aimed at younger kids, and he does take pride in the fact that the Alf comic series lasted three years longer than the TV show did. Uh, but when he moved to town, because he's an East Coast guy too, um, he had a bunch of original figures that were still sealed, and we had them for sale at the record store. They weren't in great condition. Oh, most of them foresight back then. It was because he was, it was terrible. But play with because he's yeah. he's. 20 years older than me. Okay. So he was already an adult when they came out or like early 20. And that's what it was. Actually, he was in his early twenties. He thought they were cool, but he like geek culture was not a thing yet. So he like bought he them and like squirreled them away. Cause he's yeah. like, I'm going to get made fun of if people know I bought these toys. That makes sense. And, uh, but they were not like kept in like hermetically sealed stuff, so all the blister packs were like coming off and like uh, you know. And that plastic couldn't have been very good high plastic. Well, it wasn't designed to build, you know, yeah. it wasn't built to last. And like the serious collectors that I see, they're like because I follow people on Instagram, they can't play with them because they're all sealed. Because the plastic on the toys themselves just breaks down over time. It's not designed. I mean, they're, it was a disposable commodity. Right. Um, it wasn't supposed to be an That's investment. You, you break them, you lose them, so you go buy more. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and it's but they they have them in these like museum quality cases that like the they, plastic ones, right? Yeah, that are designed for each figure, so it's got like the right slot for like and like they you can send it off to a place that'll that'll seal them, but you can't take the figure out after that. It's yeah. like it's like bulletproof. It's yeah. just like these little coffins that are completely clear, and they'll they'll there'll be a little certificate of authenticity from the place that did it, and be like, yep, this is this. And there's even variations on like people. I know people that are nuts about the factories that they were made because they're stamped differently and people like want to get every variation on yeah. that. And like, and two of the factories didn't use them. So people are like, Oh, it's a, it's a different thing. And it's, so it's, I don't care about any of that and stuff. Wow. It's the same thing with me with records. I don't care about variations. I just want it to listen to. Yeah. See, I, I care about color sometimes. Like, if there's a colored version versus a non-colored, it's not like I'll go out and search for it. But right. If, it's, if I have two options in front of me, I'm going to go for the colored version. I, I always do that, too, yeah. which is, like, it's funny because I know so many people are like, color doesn't, is not as durable. I'm like, I'm not going to wear this record out regardless. I mean, I stopped playing. That was given to me, mm-hmm. and I played one thing on it, and I was like, I'm never playing anything else on it. Right. Because it's a sideways one, mm. and it was just like, I was like, that's just going to destroy everything that it touches. Right. And I was like, that's cool, but yeah, it's not, it's not good. How are we here? Uh, two hours and 21 minutes, so okay. I think, I mean, I think we pretty much said what we're going to say. Did we get everything? We did. Yes. Okay. So the next next thing we do is bitch about Joker winning Best Picture. No, I don't stop. Think it's gonna happen. Stop. No, that's I think, I think Don't right. put that energy out. In the universe. I think it's gonna be nineteen seventeen. <laughs> I hope you have uh, beautiful, strong boys, and their legs are taken from you. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, all right. So when when's the next time we're doing this? Sometime after the ninth. Okay. Yeah. Well, we originally said, like, March, April, right? Do we yeah. still want to do it that I mean, now? I think we should do a follow-up. Like, I mean, let us know when you finish that. and then, I'll go have a watch it tonight. I mean, 
I think it would be good to do it after the Oscars just to kind of be like, yeah, this one, this one, and now we're at this lunch. You know, I mean, Sunday seems to work for all of us, and, you know, February is going to be, we'll, we'll be hurting for some stuff anyway, so it's fine. I mean. That's yeah. what I think. I think we should do the, the top 20 next month because there's going to be nothing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we can do that over lunch, and I yeah. mean, yeah. we could maybe even record two and do a separate song of the South one or, you yeah. know, whatever. So thanks for listening uh, again, and uh, yeah, go see some movies. Yeah, yeah.